It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Yeah, we, uh, we we had an entertaining weekend, to say the least. It's good to be back. I haven't been here in studio since Wednesday. I took a couple days off, uh, had some fun, watched a little live golf. Of course, the Super Bowl yesterday. We're going to get to all that stuff. If you're joining us right now, you could be on TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever it's called, Twitch. Uh, you might be on the FMAM down, of course, the Occupy Democrats Network. Uh, we ask that you click $5 on that subscription, uh, subscription button. It's only a cup of coffee and you get, uh, personal access to yours truly, ladies and gentlemen, extra content for only a cup of coffee. And boy, do we have a big show lined up for you today. Uh, a lot to get to. Of course, we're going to talk about the Travis Kelsey, um, uh, situation with Taylor Swift and how the right is just losing their minds today uh, when it comes to the outcome of the football game and how Joe Biden's kind of poking the bear, which is great. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I really didn't get a lot uh, of time to talk about uh, the DOJ report into Joe Biden and his lapse of memory. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And uh, RFK Jr.'s embarrassing, and I use the term lightly, uh, it was worse than embarrassing. This advertisement that he put out for the Super Bowl, uh, beyond embarrassing. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And some Jesus ads were played again. Uh, we'll get into that as well. We have the resident Democrat slash liberal official of the Pushing the Limits radio show. Chris Wynn joining us in studio today because there is so much to get to right chris uh and and we're going to get to a lot of it hopefully jam-packed here in the next two hours yeah brian good to join you as usual on a monday not your typical monday right because it was absolutely a historic day here in the city of las vegas from a, especially from a sports standpoint but just from an event standpoint first time ever the super bowl was here in town and of course it's not even just all about football right brian uh, you, you talked about the RFK Jr. ad. We're going to talk about a lot of the, the stuff outside of the actual football game that uh, that got a lot of attention over the weekend. And, of course, uh, uh, when an event like this comes to Las Vegas, right, Brian? It, it's, it's about a lot of the uh, stuff that went on in town, right, guys? Yeah. A lot of the uh, events, whether it was parties, whether it was Brian Shapiro hitting a, a big-time golf event that was mm-hmm. in town, right? Uh, and a quick note on that, by the way, it was kind of funny because, obviously— on Super Bowl Sunday, that kind of sucks up all the oxygen in the room when it comes to America, right? People didn't, a lot of people didn't even notice that Dustin Johnson won the event here he in Vegas when yep. he came to the golf event. But uh, yep. you had a chance to get out there. Of course, I had a chance to park. Saw Brett Bear, by the way, out there with his Did kids. Did you really? I wanted to yeah. go up to him and call him a douchebag, but I didn't do it because his kids were there. Uh, but yes. Um, uh, so much going on as far as like sure. outside stuff, right? Like not necessarily about yeah. the game when sure, it comes to the sure, NFL, sure. but a lot of other uh, you know stuff around around the fringes mm-hmm. that, of course, we're going to talk about. And that we're going to Ameri- talk about. That America cares about. So we're going to talk. Yes, I agree. So we're going to yeah. talk about like the sports aspect of the weekend right, uh, right. a little bit later on in yeah. the show breaking down the game which uh, i don't break down a lot of games but for the super bowl i will do that later on in the show mm-hmm. i do also want to talk about live golf and the unbelievable time i had out there it was great i had a chance to to uh catch up with greg norman the legend it was cool oh, wow yeah uh so i had i have some great stories uh 
But I want to start with this. Uh, before we get to the Super Bowl, before we get to the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. ad, which was an embarrassment, and many members of his family are calling him out for it, before we get to the right-wing idiots out there that think the Super Bowl was rigged, same morons <laughs> who think that Donald Trump won the 2020 election, we're going to get to all that stuff. Trust me. I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys about the DOJ report where they uh, it was said that Joe Biden is a well-meaning man, a uh, elderly man, or, or something along those lines. But uh, has, you know, bad memory, you know, and then, you know, right wingers are, are, are picking that apart. You know, it's interesting because Josh Hawley says that Garland should invoke and Josh Hawley is a human piece of garbage. Let's be honest about it. He said that the 25th Amendment should be invoked here uh, if the DOJ doesn't charge Joe Biden. And there's other people on the far right um, that are echoing the same nonsense. And I was driving into work today, Chris. And once in a while, just for a couple minutes, I listen to these horrible right-wing conservative shows. They're all a bunch of clowns as far as I'm concerned. What did I hear when I was flipping through the channels? Biden won't make it to November. By the way, we heard that same thing echoed after Biden won. He won't make it four years. We heard that. Joe Biden has Alzheimer's from people, by the way, that have zero medical degrees saying that on the radio, nationally syndicated shows, uh, his health is in decline as if they're his personal uh, physician. Uh, I heard anger about the black national anthem. What a shocker that right wing MAGA conservatives have a problem with the black national anthem when they haven't even bothered to listen to the actual lyrics of the song, which is about bringing people together. That's what this is about. But they have such a huge problem with the black national anthem. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a problem with it when they're going to their Klan rallies tonight. Uh, and the Super Bowl fix was in. I listened to several nationally syndicated conservative talk shows, and they all were talking about that. Well, I want to play you a little bit of audio because Joe Biden is a normal 80-year-old man. Are there some people that might have better memory than Joe Biden at 80? Are there some people that might be better public speakers than Joe Biden at 80? Maybe, but Joe Biden is your typical 80-year-old man. Hey, guess what? He's old. So's Donald Trump. But I choose the person that isn't attacking our democracy and facing 91 felony counts as in a, isn't a liable rapist. That's the person that I choose, Chris. And I want to play a little, uh, some audio. We'll go through this. Just a couple clips here. Yeah, because all these right wingers out there, Chris, they'll talk about Joe Biden's mental acuity and how he's in decline. Why? Because he because he confused one president from another. Right. He, it's called a gaffe. He made a gaffe. Right. These are some audio clips of what Donald Trump has said in the last six weeks. He said you need voter ID to buy bread. I'm not making it up. There need, doesn't need to be context. This is Donald Trump himself saying you need ID to buy bread. They're bad at policy. They have no idea what they're doing. They have open borders. They have no voter ID. They don't want voter ID. I saw on the television one of these characters. There shouldn't be voter ID. Now you have voter ID to buy a loaf of bread. You have, you have ID to buy a what? loaf of bread. You have everything. You have pictures. When they had their Democrat National Convention, they had a picture of the biggest thing I've ever seen. They had fingerprints. They had everything you could possibly know about that person. That was to get into their room with thousands of people. They had, it was like a billboard. It was actually very much like my mugshot, if you want to know the person. <laughs> Funny, I didn't think you need ID to buy bread, but I didn't hear any people on the far right. You know what I think? I think Donald Trump's in the bunker. I think Donald Trump has Alzheimer's. I think Donald Trump's health is in decline. I don't think Donald Trump is going to make it, folks, because he thinks that you need ID to buy bread. 
Is that wheat or white bread, Mr. Former President? I don't know, Chris. Let me toss in a quick note here. When's the last time Donald Trump was actually in a grocery store to actually buy something, right? I'm not talking about a campaign event or some <laughs> issue, you know, where you happen, happen to have, end up in a grocery store. Yeah. I'm being 100% honest right here, Brian Shapiro. When was the last time Donald Trump was actually at a Smith's or, a, you know, a, a, a stop and shop? Or whatever. Could have been bought, uh, wait, in America. I think, I think I would say orange it was probably around 1970 is mm -hmm. the last time Donald Trump was actually in a grocery store right. buying actual items. So again, there is a disconnect. There's kind of an absurdity to a lot of the stuff with respect to but the former president. Again, this is in the last month. Donald Trump said that he defeated Barack Obama. Folks, I'm not making yes. this stuff up. Have a listen to this. The radical left thugs who have weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading political opponent, and leading by a lot, including Obama. I'll tell you what, you take a look at Obama and take a look at some of the things that he's done, this is the same thing. The country is very divided. And we did with Obama. We won an election that everyone said couldn't be won. What? We, what? we did with Obama? We won an election? Wait. Okay. Something tolls, and maybe I'm wrong. Chris, help me on this. Give me a history lesson. Okay. Last I checked, Obama won re-election. He was our president for eight years. Is Donald Trump in the bunker? Does Donald Trump have Alzheimer's? Chris, I think Donald Trump's health and mental acuity, I think he's losing it. I don't think Donald Trump's going to make it. Oh, wait a second. Have we heard any conservatives say that? What if Joe Biden said... That he defeated Barack Obama. What if Joe Biden said that he defeated Mitt Romney or John McCain? The Republicans would be salivating at the mouth. Oh, this guy's not going to make it. Again, that's something that Donald Trump said a month ago. But I don't hear any conservative idiots out there saying that Trump isn't all there or he has Alzheimer's or lapses of memory. No, Ladies and gentlemen, it's called the gaff. I wouldn't even be playing these cuts if it weren't for you right-wing MAGA morons out there that seem to pick apart every gaff that Joe Biden has. Yes, Joe Biden's old. Oh, wait a second, Chris. It gets worse. For whatever reason, Donald Trump is mixing up the Bushes. He thinks that Jeb Bush, not George Bush, Jeb got us into the war in Iraq. Have a listen to this. It's less than four months before the season starts. We start in Iowa. We go to New Hampshire. We come down here. You know, the beauty was when I came here, everyone thought Bush was going to win. And then they took a poll and they found out Trump was up by about 50 points. Everyone said, what's going on right here? They thought Bush because Bush supposedly was a military person. Great. You know what? He was a military. He got us into the uh, he got us into the Middle East. How did that work out? Yes. Right. But they all thought really? that uh, Bush might win. Jeb. Remember Jeb? <laughs> He used, he used the word Jeb. He didn't use the word Bush. I said, you mean he's ashamed of the last name? And then they immediately started using the name Bush. Interesting. Uh, I didn't think that uh, Jeb Bush got us into the war in Iraq. Oh, wait, but there's one more I want to play, Chris, and I want you to comment. A quick on note, though, first, yeah. uh, uh, to, you know, for factual accuracy purposes. Okay, so their father, you know, George Bush Sr., was, yes, in the Navy. He was actually a military person, okay? So I don't know if you want to distinguish that. So that means that the you know the the entire family is a military yeah, family, right. but uh, yeah, but but uh, I don't believe Jeb Bush was in the military, and I'm fairly uh, pretty much 100 percent certain that uh, that 
that W was not in the military either. What but whatever. If Joe you know, Biden. Facts said don't that, really matter when it comes. What to if Trump, Joe so. Biden was talking about George W. Bush, and he <laughs> said that Jeb Bush got us into the Iraq War? What if Joe Biden said that he defeated I don't know Mitt Romney in the uh, in the elections in 2020? What if Joe Biden said he needed ID to buy bread? Oh, but it gets worse because last week Donald Trump thought that Nancy Pelosi was Nikki Haley. Yeah, there's no context needed, ladies and gentlemen. This is Donald Trump, who I think has Alzheimer's, who's in the bunker. I don't think Donald Trump's health is going to make it. Here's Donald Trump confusing Nancy Pelosi with Nikki Haley. It just happened a few days ago. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. You know, they did. You know, they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything deleted and destroyed all of it, all of it because of lots of things like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people, soldiers, National Guard, whatever they want. They turned it down. They don't want to talk about that. I didn't know, Chris, that Nancy. uh, I'm sorry that. uh, See, I just had a gaffe. I didn't know that Nikki Haley was in charge of security on January 6th. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be honest with you. That was a simple gaffe. It happens from time to time. It could happen in your 20s, 30s, or 40s. It happens probably more with people that are in their 70s. But you see, I didn't go on the air after he made that funny gaffe. I think it was kind of funny. And say that he had Alzheimer's. Or say, you know, that is mental acuity. I didn't talk about any of those things. But if Joe Biden says something even close to that, Oh, my God, he's got Alzheimer's and all these people, these right wing mega turds. All of a sudden, these right wingers are physicians. They're all Joe Biden's personal physician. No, folks, they're not. They have zero medical experience. They can't go by Joe Biden's record. They can't talk about the fact that under Joe Biden's administration, we have the lowest unemployment rate we've had in over 50 years. They can't talk about inflation. They can't complain about it because it's gone down from 2021 to 9% right now to 3.6%. So they can't talk about that or the wage growth that we have in this country or the boom in manufacturing. They can't talk about that because that all makes Joe Biden look good. So their go-to is he has Alzheimer's and they want to talk about the border. Oh yeah. By the way, the Democrats and some MAGA Republicans put forth a proposal, a bill That would attend to the border and the MAGA Republicans will not pass it because Donald Trump doesn't want them to vote for it. So all that Republicans have is right wing rhetoric. It could be about the Super Bowl. It could be about Joe Biden's health when they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. But ladies and gentlemen, you have no credibility if you want to talk about Joe Biden's mental acuity. I just played you some audio clips all took taking place in the last six weeks. So I think Donald Trump's in the bunker. I think Donald Trump is the one with Alzheimer's. And I agree with Joe Biden. When behind closed doors, he said Donald Trump was a sick F word. Yes, he is, ladies and gentlemen. He is the one that is sick in the head, not Joe Biden. He is your typical 80-year-old man. Would I like somebody younger in the White House? You're damn right I would. But when it comes in November, I'm not blinking an eye. It's going to be Joe Biden who I'm going to vote for because I'm going to vote for our democracy. Here's the thing, Brian. All right. Use whatever analogy or phrase that you want to. We're getting back on the hamster wheel. Here we go again. It's par for the course. 
Real shocker that MAGA America or right-wingers want to try to amplify everything uh, when it comes to gaffes that President Biden makes, even though he is, yes, in his 80s, early 80s, okay, and then just want to minimize or just forget or ignore any situation with respect to the former president, Donald Trump, that takes place. It is not a shocker, Brian, okay? This is something that we see coming time and time and time again, all right? Um, the idea that there is some huge distance with respect to uh, age in Donald Trump and Joe Biden is completely ridiculous. They're basically three-plus years apart in age. Now, does that matter when you're 30 and you're 33? Not really. Does it matter when you're 40 and 43? Not really. But when you start getting up into the age ranges that are Joe Biden and Donald Trump, it uh, can be a significant thing. Also, people just ignore again, because as you pointed out, everybody wants to be a psychological expert out there. Everybody wants to be a medical expert out there and chime in with their thoughts with respect to senility or somebody having dementia or somebody being not equipped to be able to handle being the president of the United States. And if you're a Republican or if you're MAGA, you know, Joe Biden, I mean, how can we even think about it? I can't even believe that we're sitting that that you Democrats and you people, meaning you people, meaning, you know, the 80 million people that voted for Biden, the millions of others that support him that maybe didn't vote for him. Right. Um, the majority of Americans, the majority of Americans who support Democrats and who support left wing values in this country. All right. Are going to take are going to vote for Joe Biden or going to support Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or Gretchen Whitmer or Michelle Obama or you name the Democrat before anybody's going to support Donald J. Trump or even Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. The numbers are against you people. Your backs are against the wall. You are effing screwed. All right. That's just the way it is. And yes, when I say par for the, I might use these phrases like par for the course and, you know, here we go again. I'm just referring to it. it I mean, I see it. We all see it. Brian, you see it. We see it coming a mile away. We see the re Republicans talking like we need them, like, like, like we need to, we need them to change their vote for Joe Biden. That's not how it works, man. Well, that's not how it works. Well, how it works is getting out our side to vote, getting Americans out there to make that distinction. It's a bi it looks like it's going to be a binary choice, right? I'm not I'm not breaking any news here. It looks like it's going to be a binary choice between Donald J. Trump and Joseph Biden. Okay. Who do you think is more equipped? Now you can have all the conversations you want, I'm not going to go on a rant here, but you can have all the conversations you want about, oh, I'd rather have this guy or this woman, or I'd rather the Democrats go a different direction. Mind you, usually it's people that are, that usually it's people that hate Joe Biden, right? Or despise Joe Biden or don't want him to be the president, right? That are always chiming in with their thoughts when it comes to that. But here's the bottom line. Put all your cards on the table, using a Vegas phrase, all right? If it's Joe Biden... Or Donald Trump, you think the majority of Americans out there, you think an electoral college victory is coming? You think that, you think that most Americans 
are going to going to choose Donald J. Trump over Joe Biden when it comes to the presidency well, in 2024? Well, it's a very it's a it's very simple question. I'll say this because um, you said a lot there. I did. For those of you, again, that say Brian or Chris or whoever, you have Trump derangement syndrome. Well, first of all, let's say you have TFS. Trump fellatio syndrome. When Donald Trump said that I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and they would still vote for me, you have TFS or you have TDS because you have no sense of reality. You are supporting a liable rapist and somebody whose own ex-wife accused him of rape in court documents. It's not just one woman. It's 25 other women. Uh, and you are supporting somebody who is going to be a convicted felon facing 91 felony counts. You are supporting somebody that wants to rip up parts of our democracy, said it himself. But ladies and gentlemen, now I'm going to speak to people on the left. I usually speak to the, some of the clowns on the far right. Now I'm going to speak to people on the left. If you speak to a maggot out there and they want to talk about Joe Biden's in the bunker, he's not all with it. He's got Alzheimer's. I talk to these people every day, not just on this show, outside the show, Chris, even people in your own home, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so if you speak to these people, I want you to remind them because they're going to be talking about one of Joe Biden's gaps, perhaps. Right. I want you to remind them just in the last month. As I played on this show, Donald Trump confused Nancy Pelosi with Nikki Haley. Just in the last month, Trump said you need ID to buy bread. That he defeated Barack Obama in an election. That Jeb Bush got us into Iraq. That's just in the last month. So for all of you out there, you have no credibility if you're saying Joe Biden is not mentally all there unless you're willing to call out both sides like I am. And you're willing to say, I would like younger people in office. I would prefer the maximum age of a president at 75. With that being said, yes, I've been very obvious with, with my statements. I would still vote for Biden over Trump, but yeah. they're both old. Okay. Joe Biden's not the guy he was 10 years ago. It doesn't mean he has Alzheimer's. It doesn't mean his health is in decline. You have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. You think Donald Trump, I'm not a doctor. You think Donald Trump could get on a bike? Like Joe Biden did, his own doctor said he's morbidly obese. And here's something that Joe Biden doesn't do. He doesn't sit in front of his mirror and put five layers of makeup on for 45 minutes every day like Donald Trump does. Donald Trump looks like a clown because he is a clown. Donald Trump couldn't get a job at Circus Circus juggling balls in front of kids, right? Although I'm sure he's juggled other balls in front of Melania, but that's yeah. another story for another show. Um, in all seriousness, Donald Trump is the guy that is mentally ill. If you really want to talk about insecurities, anybody that disagrees with him, his defense mechanisms, he's probably the most insecure person in America. Look at what the guy looks like. He's got a cake on his face when he walks out there. It's a joke. But you right-wing MAGAs out there, keep going after Joe Biden. Oh, he's not mentally well. The person who's not mentally well is the liable rapist facing 91 <laughs> felony counts. That's the person who's not mentally well, who's never been honest to anybody in his entire life, including every wife, now ex-wife, he's ever had. I can guarantee you that if somebody in Joe Biden's family dies, God forbid, they're not going to be buried on the first hole of a golf course so they could save money on taxes. They're not going to call our brave men and women in uniform losers and suckers. The disrespect from people out there that want to talk about Bo Biden and how Joe Biden forgets that his son passed away. You people are despicable. You are despicable. Bo Biden was a hero. He died of cancer. And many people 
and they're probably right, would refer to the burn pits where Bo Biden was stationed near, why he developed cancer and so many others have died because of it. And to say that Joe Biden forgets that he lost his son, Bo, it's beyond the pale. It is despicable. And you all are deplorables. And Hillary Clinton was right about you. You can't use the excuse anymore. I liked some of Donald Trump's policies. That could work maybe in 2020. It doesn't fly now. You are supporting a liable rapist. You are supporting someone, mark my words, Donald Trump is going to be a convicted felon. And again, to the hypocrisy of all the people out there that want to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop and you want to talk about the Biden crime family, what has Joe Biden, forget about even a conviction, what has Joe Biden been indicted on? Nothing. Zero. Donald Trump's facing 91 felony counts. But Brian, I'll do you one better. It's not just Joe Biden. The Donald Trump is the only president in the history of the country to ever be indicted, period. Okay, so that's one thing right there. A couple takes as far as what you just respond, what you just talked about, all right? First of all, the discourse in America when it comes to the respect factor, right? And when it comes to the political dialogue of Americans has gone into the toilet since 2015, essentially, when Donald Trump came on the scene, right? And was running for president. Now, now there's, there is, it's completely different than it was before Donald Trump. It just is. That's a fact, folks. Okay. Be, be back. I mean, and, and it's not because of Democrats. It's not because of Joe Biden or Barack Obama or any other Democrats it's because mm -hmm. of, because of Donald J. Trump that, you know, uh, now that seems like they're just absolutely no respect whatsoever. You have, you know, you have your arguments that sometimes descend into physical violence between, you know, uh, Trump supporters and, and Democrats or independents or whatever. Right. You have a situation now in the media uh, landscape where you got you have uh, it's 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 no big deal to drop four letter words on major media outlets. Right. That was brought yeah. about by Donald Trump. I want to. So let me tell you something. Let me finish off real quick. So here's the thing. Right. And by the way, let's be factually accurate. And this is what fascinates me and not fascinates me in a good way, in a bad way. What's fascinating all right, it was when Donald Trump talks about winning, right, and actually being victorious or them actually, you know, carrying the day. What has happened since 2016? Donald Trump, yes, pulled an inside straight. It was an improbable victory that a lot of MAGA people and a lot of you Republicans wanted to wave it into my fellow Democrats' faces when it came to the election in 2016. But what's happened since then when it comes to winning Brian Shapiro? Mm -hmm. What's happened is they've lost every single election. Oh, no. Yeah, every right. single election they've lost. Right. Okay. And when there were supposed to be red waves in elections that they ended up, you know, adding seats or whatever, mm -hmm. it's been ridiculous. So give me a break. Donald Trump has no concept of what winning is as of late yeah. since 2016. And, and there's a lot That's of, the reality of the situation. And there's some people on social media, some of my MAGA friends on yeah. social media that are saying, uh, somehow I'm triggered or you're triggered. Well, you uh, are, first you of are, all, I will say hold this. On. You are very triggered to okay, today. So, you came in, you came in hot. So, came in, came in. So at hold 10. on. Let me, right, let me, Chuck, okay. So let me that? just, let me you just came finish. In fired up. Um, so first Trump's of all, comment, uh, it's called passion. That's number one. And it's also called truth and logic. Uh, two words that Donald Trump supporters uh, struggle to spell. Uh, somebody else on social media also said an indictment is not guilt. Hey, dummy, I never said indictment is guilt. What I did say is that he's facing 91 felony counts, and it is my opinion. You see, it's an opinion. I believe Donald Trump will be a convicted felon, 
and I will make that wager with anybody of the 91 felony counts. Yes, I know. It's no, no, Brian, but Brian, uh, but Brian you're just... not being actual. No, he's he's wrong, and you're wrong. Dude, it's not just, it, we're way past indictments right now. He is actually charged and going right. to court and right. going to be in I a understand. court of law. Well, I, I mean, well, I, I know. I'm, I'm just going well, by what just... the person said. He okay, was so indicted, and now he's facing yeah. 91 felony charges. My opinion that he will be a convicted felon. That's an opinion. I never said an indictment was guilt. Yes, I know it's innocent until proven guilty. Yes, I know that snowflakes. I understand that. Okay. So now that we've cleared all that up, Chris, for those of you out there that think me or Chris were liars and there's somebody that said your liberal tears. See, that's the go to. When you speak facts of what Donald Trump is facing, when you play audio of gaffes, That could lead you to believe that maybe it's Donald Trump in the bunker. When you actually play audio, somehow the go-to is, oh, you're just a libtard, or these are liberal tears. So again, to my MAGA friends out there, the snowflakes out there that like to call liberals snowflakes, sorry to tell you, but I've been a registered independent my whole life. I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. I didn't vote for Barack Obama, but I do vote for democracy, and I will be picking Joe Biden over Donald Trump. Chris, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, 90-second break. Uh, our breaks are a little bit longer than, than Donald Trump and how long he lasted, but Stormy Daniels, but, uh, uh, we're going to take a 90 second break, a lot longer, by the way, our breaks are a lot longer. Um, and when we come back, we're going to take your calls. Yes. We're going to take your calls when we come back and Chris, it's always easy to get Chris fired up. So I might take a backseat to some of my MAGA callers and let Chris deal with it. Uh, but the number 702-221-7283. Again, the number to call if you'd like to be a part of the conversation. Now's the time to do so. 702-221-7283. We do have the registered uh, Democrat. Uh, as, left-winger. Uh, yeah, liberal. Left-winger, liberal. I think On the left, baby. Yes. Uh, so you can get, go after it with Chris or myself um, and feel free to call in. Again, that number, 702-221-SAVE, 702-221-7283. We will take your calls when we come back. And for all you TikTok ex-tough guys out there or women, whatever, here's your chance to call up and actually have a debate with us and have a conversation. Tell us where we're wrong. Or you can agree with us, too. Either way, 702-221-7283. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll take your calls. He's Chris Wynn. I'm Brian Shapiro. It's Pushing the Limits. We'll be back in 90 seconds right here on KSHP. Did you know that 99% of air conditioning issues start with airflow issues? Well, guess what? Pioneer Air has your back. They've been operating for 20 years in the industry within the Las Vegas area, large enough to handle all your air conditioning and heating needs, but small enough to know your first name. Pioneer Air focuses on preventative care, much like wellness checks for humans. They believe in wellness checks for air conditioning and heating systems to extend the life of the system you own. So what are you waiting for? Schedule your wellness check with Pioneer Air today. The number to call is 702-831-4840. Here's the best news. Mention this ad and you'll receive 10% off. Call Pioneer Air today. 702-831-4840. That number again, 702-831-4840. I'm Eva Chase, a candidate for Nevada State Assembly District 16. Former Lieutenant Governor candidate, progressive, independent Democrat, U.S. Air Force veteran, college graduate, fully transitioned, transgender woman. I support women's rights and veterans and unions and other progressive ideas. 
please donate to my campaign on Spot Fund and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X. Stay progressive, everybody. Buying or selling a home is a huge life event that requires guidance from an expert in the industry and community. My name is Blake Wynn. You may recognize my name as my grandfather was the best governor the state of Nevada has ever had. Growing up in Las Vegas, I've come to know this community intricately. Now, I am raising a family here as well, so I understand all the issues impacting our home and quality of life. As the top realtor for the number one real estate team at Keller Williams, you can have confidence in my experience, knowledge, and track record. When it comes to buying, selling, or investing in real estate, choose a name you can trust and someone who understands the community you call home. Call Blake Wynn today and experience the difference of a trusted expert. 702-540-3311. I've raised 35 foster youth and became a permanent parent to 11 of them. So when I tell you our foster care system is broken, it's from personal experience. I'm Hunter Kane, and I'm a candidate for Clark County Commission. Too many of our kids that come to my home have entered it broken and hurt. Hurt not only because of the situation that led them into care, but also because of the crumbling weight that the Clark County Department of Family Services carries. Our foster youth have been turned into cases to get past rather than lives who need mending. When elected to the Clark County Commission, I plan on making our foster youth more than a statistic. Among the many issues facing our community, our campaign will never forget the unwritten commandment that says we shall give our children better than we ourselves receive. Join the campaign by searching Elect Hunter Kane on social media or go to www.electhunterkane.com. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits, the fastest growing radio show in the Valley. And now we've expanded our reach to include live stream ads on social media with over 20,000 daily views. So are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then get in on the action. Our team will put together the right ad package for you that meets your business needs. So what are you waiting for? Send us an email, sales at ptlradioshow.com. That's sales at ptlradioshow.com. And reach your target audience while maximizing the advertising impact of your business. That email again, sales at ptlradioshow.com. That's sales at ptlradioshow.com. All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Monday. See when in the house. He's right. I am a little fired up today. Somebody on social media just said that it's 50-50. That, yeah, Brian that, Shapiro, went, you went rantish so far in that yeah, first segment, my I friend. Did, I you did, I did. You went, you went long. Folks, but, Donald Trump, Joe, it's not 50-50. Okay, Trump supporters are the loud minority, yeah. not the yeah. silent You're majority. The Donald Trump lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton. He lost the popular vote to Joe Biden badly. And there's a reason why Republicans have lost seven of the last eight popular vote presidential elections. It's not 50-50 in this country. And if it wasn't no. for the Electoral College, Democrats would literally win Every presidential election in our lifetime, the Electoral College is set up if you want to talk about rigged so that Republicans have a chance. Number to call 702-221-7283. All right, Chris, you ready to go, my friend? Oh, always. All right, let's Not do it. Not afraid at all. Let's start off with Roy. Let's dive We're, into it. Roy, what's going on, man? Roy, what's going on? Hi, guys. How you doing? Great Good. Super Bowl. Right. Even though maybe it was fixed, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, it's anyway. out there. You 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 seen you seen all the images, right? Joe Biden with the with the fiery eyes and all the uh, you know the conspiracy theories out there of what took place. Hey, all all they needed was a hundred some odd players to you know to to work with them. I'm sure it was a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what Robin Hart did was a disgrace. 
That was, if you want to talk about election interference, that was bullshit. That was election interference. That language. And to, sorry. To, to, to put it bluntly, Biden is not a great speaker. Maybe he makes a gaffe. But Donald Trump is a moron. And unfortunately, his biggest supporters, the largest group of supporters, are the uneducated. I mean, look at what this man said this weekend. He talked about, now I'm not a Nikki Haley fan, but I respect that her husband is overseas in the military. Okay? Mm-hmm. This, this man... It's talking about where is he? Number one, where's Melania? I mean, I haven't seen her around of you. Where's yeah, Melania? she's been but pretty much MIA. She right? was at Mar-a-Lago with And Trump a quick take, by the way, on what you just weekend. said, right? The idea I talked about this with Brian off the air, okay, to the caller. Here's the deal, right? What are we doing in America? I know I say this every now and then on the show, but like the idea that Donald Trump is still in the mix from a political standpoint, right? That we're still even in, in a thought process or in a place in America. Where a man that's facing ninety no, let me let me finish real quick. Though. I'll respond to what you said because you're talking the, the idea that we're we're going to prop up Donald Trump as someone that should be again the president of the United States after what we saw transpire over four years when he was president. Okay, and and that we want that back in America, and that he's the guy, and that he's somebody that should represent America, or that he should be the commander in chief. To me, I mean, look, I, I, yeah. I get it. I am biased because I'm a lefty, but. I think it's absurd. Yeah. I think it's absolutely positively absurd that the Republicans have, you know, hooked, hitched their wagon, so to speak, yeah. to this guy, and he is their option. Hey, you want to you want to find somebody, Roy, that hates yeah. Donald Trump more than I do? Melania Trump. There you go. There you have yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. probably right. Only she's actually going right. to get paid for it, and I'm not. That's that's what's sad about now, this whole thing. Uh, who yeah. knows what his what, yeah. uh, what the prenup is? Yeah. But my wife made a good point. He's not only unfit to be president; he's really unfit to be walking free amongst people. He's but unfit. He, you know, he's unfit for the clothes he wears too. By the way, yeah, morbidly he, obese. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. He, when he was president, originally he had people around him who could kind of like wheel, you know, rein him in. Yeah. And like even if Joe Biden has a problem two, three years into a second presidency, yeah. there are people around him who are going to make sure that the country is protected. Absolutely. Donald Trump yeah. is going to have complete morons and yes people around him. Yeah. And look, look what he said about NATO over the weekend yeah. and Putin. It's it's just frightening. I, I You know, where I live, it's cold. I live in upstate New York. And to tell you the truth... I would never move south now for obvious reasons, but I do. I do wish at times that Canada was to the south and Mexico was to the north. Yeah, but anyway, thank you, Roy, for the phone call. No, in it this is. Country. It is it, always good to hear from you, really Roy. Is. And you're right. It is. I haven't even mentioned somebody on social media. Thank yeah. you uh, for the call. Uh, Trump's comments about NATO. I didn't even bring yeah. that up. More crazy talk from Trump about NATO. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. Let's go to Ahmed. Ahmed is next up on pushing the limits. Hey, what's going on? Brian, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good. What's up, Ahmed? Yes. Do you think it's time for Merrick Garland to go? Um, I'm not really happy with Garland, but I wouldn't say go either. Um, you know, I, I, I listen. I, I think that Barr was was wearing the Donald Trump knee pads as the uh, uh, Attorney General. Mm-hmm. I thought Barr was a disgrace, and he still is. Now he's speaking out against Trump, but it's too late. Uh, but I don't think Garland needs to go. I wouldn't say he's done like, a great job either. Mm-hmm. Like for I example, think a comparison like, between- I remember like one year, one year ago, he like delayed, like he did not want to prosecute Trump for uh, the crime he committed on January 6th. And second of all, he nominated this 
fuck stupid her, this guy. It's like, and this her is not like a doctor evaluating like uh, the mental health of Joe Biden. Um, it's like. Ahmed, let me ask you a question. Well, let me let me respond real quick to your comment. Ahmed, let me respond to your comment, okay? I think the idea of comparing Merrick Garland to someone like Bill Barr, I think, yeah. is ridiculous. I think it's a ridiculous comparison. No, no, uh, Merrick I, Garland. No, let me again. Let me let me finish my point, okay? There's a reason why I say that. Merrick Garland approaches a job in a way where he serves the American people, where, you know, he is the, mm-hmm. obviously he's the attorney general, right? But he does not approach it in mm-hmm. a way like Bill Barr did, where he just wants to cover Donald Trump, his boss, the president's ass. That's mm-hmm. not how Merrick Garland and, ev- and, and pretty much every other attorney general has operated. It's not been just about, oh, I need to make sure that I have Donald Trump's back. You know, or else I'm going to get whacked mm-hmm. out of here. That's not how Merrick Garland mm-hmm. or any other attorney general before Bill Barr, or let's be quite honest about it, uh, you know, the other attorney generals that were in the Trump administration that also yeah, took that's steps that's where they covered Donald Trump's backside. Yeah. That's not how the, amen, that's not, amen. that's not what the duties amen. of the job are. So again, I'll cap it off by saying this. Amen. I think the comparisons are ridiculous yep. between the two. Go ahead, Ahmed. Last word. Go ahead. No, no, no I did not compare it. You did. Well, no, you no, no, no. You said Merrick. Is it time for Merrick Garland to go? So, I mean, to go. A reason why. Relax, guys. A reason why. Okay. Okay. So, why do you think Merrick Garland uh, deserves to be quote unquote bounced out or fired? Why do you think that? Because, like, with uh, not uh, like uh, the special counsel, like uh, the report and all that stuff. I think like the guy is like wanted to re- like the election, the next election, and he was like thrown a Republican talking point. Okay, in the well, report. I'll say this. I'll say this, Ahmed. And by the way, I appreciate the call. Sounds like an opinion from you. I appreciate to rig the election. I appreciate That's the call. Yeah. I appreciate the call, Ahmed. Thank you very much. Uh, I will say this. I was very disappointed that in this DOJ report, they talked about Joe Biden's memory and they made some statements about him that really have should have no bearing on the outcome of this investigation. The outcome is very simple. They're not charging Joe Biden. He cooperated. His attorneys cooperated. The opposite of Donald Trump, who kept those documents at Mar-a-Lago and defied a subpoena for a year because Donald Trump is an idiot and a criminal. 702-221-7283. I think Donald Trump's in the bunker. Uh, who should we go to next here? What do you think? Uh, why don't we go to, you want to go to Dan? All right, let's go to Dan next. What's up, Dan? Hey, hello. How are you? Hey, what's up, Dan? What's on your hey, mind? Dan. So I'm just calling, uh, you know, first time, uh, I listened, you know, recently just started listening to you guys and, uh, I think you're great by the way. Thank you. But, um, so I just, it astounds me with the hypocrisy that these people now can say, oh, you know, Trump didn't mean you know, what he's saying nowadays when they championed the fact that he uh, was a, a person of the people. He doesn't, you know, uh, he says what he thinks and he means what he says. And now and now when he has all these crazy things about, you know, being a dictator on day one, they're like, oh, he's just 
joking. You are He's so right. Really hey, Dan, that. you know what? I deal with this crap every day. Do you remember when Donald Trump talked about the possibility of injecting yourself with disinfectant? Do you remember that embarrassing yeah. press conference? And then the next day, what did all the righties do? Oh, he was just joking. He didn't mean it. There yeah, wasn't. No, he was. Yeah. There were spitballing ideas. They yeah, were, yeah. They were just, not you know, one he, person was laughing. Really not one person was laughing in there, and these maggots can't admit that the, their their Lord and Savior, Orange Cheeto Jesus, is an idiot. They yeah. can't admit it. Yeah, and, not to mention, what was that that doctor in there? What was she? Her the look Burks, on her Dr. face Burks. when he said that? Yeah, Doctor Burke. Yeah. She was embarrassed she saw, by she him. Saw a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's always going to drop isn't that it, on the isn't, spot. It, isn't it interesting, Dan? That when you bring up some ridiculous, sometimes harmful thing that Donald Trump says, Republicans will always have an excuse. Oh, you're not putting it in context. I literally played the audio of Trump saying right. you need ID to buy bread, that he beat Barack Obama. Jeb Bush got us into the war in Iraq, and he's confusing Nancy Pelosi and Nikki Haley. But yet you don't hear anybody saying Trump's in the bunker. His health is declining. No, no, no. It's all Joe Biden. You don't need any context when it comes to Joe Biden. But, oh, no, Trump was joking. And, you know, that's not what he really meant when he said blah, yeah, blah, they, blah, blah. They blah. don't understand when he literally just said that he wants to pull all the money. Uh, if NATO, you know, if NATO doesn't pay up, then, you know, if Russia attacks them, he's not going to give them any aid. Like he's not going to protect them. How? How righteous is that, right? I mean, it's all Absurd. about money to this Well, guy. I'll do you guys one better, all right? It's not even just about him, say, his supporters saying, oh, Donald Trump was just joking. He, they take it a step further sometimes. Some of them will go on television, right, or some of the, uh, some of, uh, you know, Trump supporters that are actually politicians that actually are named people, right? right. They'll go on there and say, he, they'll actually try to read his mind. They'll go on TV and say, oh, he really meant, yeah. to say, he really meant this A, B, and C, right? He really meant to say this. That's what, he, that's really what he was talking about. It's like, yeah, so beyond they, the pale. Yeah. Like, it's come, I mean, yeah. come on, man. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just yeah. going to start Two saying. Two seconds later, they're like, oh, I love him. Yeah. He Every day. His mind. Yeah. He tells it how yeah. it is. And right. it's like, that guy is so, you know what I think he is? I think he's so nervous. He's in a box. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think, I think everything's closing yeah. in on him. And he, yeah. he, the Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. You know, I think yeah. his mind is 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 just so caught you know up I on think, Dan? the box closing, you know the box I, closing you know in I, on him. Exactly. I think you're right, yeah. Dan. You know what I think? I think Donald Trump has Alzheimer's. I think he's in the bunker. I think <laughs> Dr. Shapiro yeah. chiming yeah. in right I now. I think Donald Trump's health is deteriorating, yeah. and I don't know. I mean, I think Mike Pence is still the president. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a, I'm just going by the right wing conspiracy well, theorists. Joe idiots. Biden's not running the country right now. Obviously, it's it's the uh, it's the uh, it's George deep Soros, state, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, it is the <laughs> yeah. deep state, right? The deep state is in it's control, Brian Shapiro. State, They're running yeah. things. Yeah, Barack Obama is still running the country. Dan, it's good to hear from you, my yeah, friend. Barack Obama wants not. Nothing to do with it. He's yeah. as far away as possible. He I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I hear you, Dan. I'm with you, my man. I appreciate you calling in. You, you have a great day. Call Absolutely. Back. Thank you, buddy. Connecticut loves you. Thank you, dude. Right. Appreciate you, Dan. Thank you. Your home state. That's, That's right. right. There That's you right. go. CT, baby. 702-221-7283. 702-221-SAVE. Let's go to Paul. Paul is next up What's on up, uh, Pushing the Limits. What's up, Paul? Hey, how you doing, man? Good. Well, I'm still recovering from, from my Niners loss yesterday, so that's going to take me a couple of days. That really hurt. That hurt my soul. Tough stuff. Well, blame yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah. It's, it's scripted. It was scripted. It's Joe Biden's yeah, no. fault. Yeah. Hey, so two things. I want to talk about the commercial, but I just want to make a quick comment. If Hitler was running as a Republican against Joe Biden, he would still get the MAGA vote. So don't kid yourself. That's who they are. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. They would say he has a good, he has a good tax plan. He's going to lower inflation. They would justify support for Hillary. Like, nobody's perfect. Yeah. He's going to build Don't a wall. That's, 
Mexico's going to pay for it, are. too, by the they way. Would, yeah, they're going to pay for it. <laughs> that's how morally bankrupt they are. Yeah. But the thing that really bothered me was that commercial about Jesus, right? Yeah. And listen, I happen to be a person of faith. I've actually read the Bible. Uh-oh, did we lose did Paul? He bounced out? Paul bounced us. It might have been Jesus. I yeah. don't know. Um, so what, what Paul, we'll get Paul back in the line. Right. What, what Paul was referring to, and I was going to talk about this next segment, but we can get yeah. into it now. Uh, and we'll get into the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. ad, which was an embarrassment to the Kennedy family. And the Kennedy family, many of them are speaking out against him. Right. Rightfully so. So you have these Jesus ads. They ran last year and they ran this year. And I'm thinking to myself, do you think Jesus would want you to spend 10, 20, 30 million dollars on these Super Bowl ads instead of taking some of that money and helping the homeless or helping people in need? They are the biggest hypocrites in the world. Let me tell you something. I don't have a problem with a player taking a knee, you know, when it comes to Black Lives Matter protests, uh, I, you know, peacefully protesting before the game starts, not during the game. I don't want to see protests during the game. But when I'm watching the Super Bowl, you want to have your Dorito ads or ads about cars or beer, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. Can we just stay away from the, the political ads and the religious stuff? No, it's like, not really. I mean, because I, it's just Amer- that's it's American society, Brian. So it, 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 and it, I just don't and care the way, for it. It's kind of it's kind of evidence of 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 our that it, that's just our our nature, right? I mean, yeah. that, it, it's just I I get what you're saying, you know, and from a philosophical standpoint, I understand it. Yeah, but it's it, it, the the political ads are never going away when it comes to perhaps huge events. So anyway, I want to America. I do want to get to this. Events, I, yeah. I do want to get to this with you, Chris. Yeah. Um, so this Robert F. Kennedy Jr. ad aired. I believe it aired once, if I'm not mistaken. Very expensive. I just saw it one time. Okay. Yes. So on the in the ad, they made it like, and correct me if you disagree with me, but they made it sound like it was old school, yeah. like his father, who tragically was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Robert F. Kennedy uh, was a great man, yeah. in my personal opinion. Would have been president, probably. He would have been the next president of the yeah. United States. He was a really good man, and mm-hmm. it was horrible what happened to him. And tragic, of course, what happened to John F. Kennedy being assassinated. Terrible. Uncle, tragic, yeah. right? Absolutely. Terrible. To compare in any way, shape, or form, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to his father or his uncle is an embarrassment. And by the way, I'm not the only person that believes that. Bobby Shriver, whose mother, uh, Kennedy Shriver, founded the Special Olympics, hammered his cousin over the spot and his opposition to vaccines. He said, my cousin's Super Bowl ad used our uncle's faces and my mother's. She would be appalled by his deadly healthcare views. Respect for science, vaccines, and healthcare equity were in her DNA. And if you want to say, well, most of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s family supports him. Not true. Those family members of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. who have endorsed, not only will not endorse Robert F. Kennedy Jr., they've endorsed Joe Biden, his opponent. Caroline Kennedy, Joe Kennedy III, Victoria Ann Kennedy, Patrick J. Kennedy, Rory Kennedy, and Jack Schlossberg, just to name a few. Those are all immediate family members of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And folks, there's a reason why. I've had my run-ins with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He is a conspiracy theorist. He lies about the vaccines. Because of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., people have died. He lies and says that, you know, Jews and, 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 and black people and he, and he used color and religion to say that vaccines target a certain group of people. He's caught on audio saying that, by the way. He also has blamed Zelensky for the war in Ukraine, which is absurd. You can disagree with maybe the funding of the war and you could have policy disagreements, but it's not Zelensky's fault that an evil murderous dictator and Vladimir Putin invaded another country. 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is unfit. He is unfit for office. And that ad, even though Robert F. Kennedy Jr. did apologize for it, he still needs to, you know, take some responsibility, I guess. He said, I'm sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain, he wrote. He said the ad was created and aired by the American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approval from my campaign. Well, guess what? There's a reason why your Super PAC did that. Because these are your supporters, like the idiots I saw in Las Vegas last week at the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. rally. Yes, many of them were idiots with their anti-vaccine shirts and their shirts that said, uh, don't target my kids. The MAGA far right, there's a reason why Kennedy is getting support from them and not a lot of Democrats. There's a reason for that, because he is a conspiracy theorist. And the Alex Joneses of the world and the people that like Alex Jones, chances are they're going to be voting for either one of two two people. They're going to vote for Donald Trump or Robert F. Kennedy Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Let me toss this out there, Brian. It's usually not a good thing and not great for you. If you're the person who's the subject of an ad, who's the purpose of the ad is to what? It's to promote you. Right. To, as, as far as as far as promote uh, your positive aspect of your campaign. Right. You're running for president of the United States. It's usually not a good thing, folks. If you're apologizing for an ad that's supposed to be a good thing for you. Right. During the Super Bowl. That is a clear indication right there that it was a bad idea yeah. or that the theme was wrong or that you went about it in the wrong way when it comes to promoting yourself. About the about the 2024 election, I will say this. Look, my my views are clear when it comes to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I think he's someone that uh, essentially is is uh, an outlier. All right, uh, there again, I I keep coming back to this brass tax. At the end of the day, just look at the numbers. All right, he just does not have the support. He's not somebody who is a serious candidate to be the president of the United States. People have their debates about more whose votes he would take more away from Trump or Biden. Uh, the consensus pretty much is that it would be yeah. Donald Trump who he would take votes away. He is not somebody who is a serious threat to be the president Agreed. of the United uh, States. I promised we would take more calls. And that number, by the way, is 702-221-7283. 702-221-SAVE. Let's go back to Paul. We lost him. We lost a connection there. Paul, you still with us? <laughs> I'm here. Sorry about that. That's all right. Go hey, ahead. Paul. I, I want to talk about that commercial. And again, I'm not going to get religious here, but the whole, and I think this is the problem with Trump supporters. It's this fake Christianity that, 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 you know, that whole ad where he's like, Jesus would wash your feet. And you guys saw that ad, right? Yeah, I did. Yep. Okay. When is the last time a MAGA quote unquote, God fearing Christian took care of a homeless person or built them beds or help them become drug-free? Or when's the last time one of these pro-life Christians adopted one of the women that they forced to have an abortion? When's one of the last time one of these God-fearing evangelicals went to Joel Osteen's church and said, hey, we shouldn't have mass shootings because I'm pro-life, or where they stood up for George Floyd getting murdered by a white cop, or Uvalde, or Sandy Hook? Where is anything with Donald Trump yeah. saying, hey, I might disagree with Joe Biden, but I'm a Christian, and I love you, Joe Biden, and I forgive you. Where is any of that in the evangelical movement? Because they sure talk a big game, but there's no compassion. There's no empathy. It's own the libtards, own the libtards, own the libtards. You're right. No, you're and, right. And our, and, Paul, it's very I mean, simple. It's, you're it's right. absolute disgraceful. You're right. It's very great points, and, it, and it's pretty simple. And I'm talking about the evangelical right. They believe yeah. that a percentage yeah. of this country— is sinful if you just happen to be gay. They talk down about the LGBT community and minorities in this country. Uh, these are the same people 
that will talk about Jesus or God or Donald Trump, because a lot of them, I think, look up to Donald Trump as some sort of God or Messiah. And they look up and they yeah. And they look up to a man who has never been faithful to one woman he's ever been married to a man who had unprotected sex with a porn star just months after Melania had Baron, a man who is a liable rapist. Yes, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the words of the judge, not my words, a liable rapist, a man who has 25 women who have accused him of sexual assault or rape, including his ex-wife in court documents. And after that ex-wife died, This is very Christian of him. He decided to bury her on the first hole of his golf course so he could save money on taxes. And this is these are the types of people that want to preach God to me. They want to preach Christianity and God and pro-life. They are the biggest hypocrites on the planet. And I believe they are a threat to this country. And a quick comment, too, to the the caller, a quick comment to you regarding this whole thing about Trump and Biden as far as people of faith and evangelicals. Again, I use the word absurd a lot, especially on this show, because it is absurdity, to be honest with you. The idea that evangelicals think that Donald Trump is more aligned with people of faith, right, or that believes uh, in, in, uh, in religion, right, being a big part of your life. Over somebody like Joe Biden. I mean, it's so ridiculous that again, it gets me so amped up in about five seconds that uh, there are people. And you know what? You know what the reason is, Brian Shapiro and to the caller? You know what the reason is, right? The main reason, this is my opinion. The main reason is what? Abortion. It's abortion. That is a huge issue. Okay. That right wingers who are anti-abortion choice. They're not pro-life. They're anti-abortion choice. They wrap up a lot of their identity in. And that is why they would support someone like Donald Trump who has an R next to his name as as opposed to a Democrat. Yeah. Let me, let me finish off with this last thought. So, and, and this goes to that point. These MAGA, if in 2000, well, in zero BC, yeah. when Jesus was around, started <laughs> in China, those MAGA were the people that crucified Jesus in the name of God, and they chose the murderer over Jesus because Jesus wouldn't conform to what they thought was religiously correct. No and doubt. that's what MAGA yeah. really is. Yeah, no question I about agree, it. Paul. So that's Good. why they You're would right. support Hitler. You're right. Uh, uh, Paul, I, 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 I don't necessarily disagree with you. I would hope that people who support uh, Trump... Uh, wouldn't vote for Hitler, but I do believe some of them might. And, and, uh, that's sad. Yep. It's a sad state of affairs. You're right. It's a sad state of affairs, Paul, that we're living in today. Yep. But hey, I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. I really think Donald Trump has Alzheimer's. I think he's in the bunker and I think his health is deteriorating. And guess what? I'm going to keep saying that to these MAGA moron idiots every single day on this show. If they, yeah, go ahead. Keep yep. saying, go ahead. Keep saying that Joe Biden's health deteriorating. You morons, you right wing <laughs> turds, you. I'm going to keep saying Donald Trump hey, is the one with Alzheimer's. The, the obese man has hey, Alzheimer's. Uh, morbidly, now, morbidly obese. Hey, <laughs> one last thing I want to say. Yeah. I, and I say this as a person of faith. I have friends that are atheists, that are, that are Muslim, that are gay, that are lesbian. Yeah. And they're a hell of a lot more Christian and more moral and less judgmental than people in the right-wing evangelical church by a thousand. Yeah. I'm with you, Paul, and I appreciate and, and the phone call, my gonna, man. I, pre- right, I appreciate you, buddy. Okay. So, Brian Shapiro, when you yep. think about the word intolerant, which party do, would you most associate that oh, with? Which group Republican. of people would you most associate that with? You wouldn't associate with Democrats, no, right? No. And left-wingers. No. You just brought up talking about the LGBTQ community, right? And how there's an adversarial relationship when it comes to MAGA and right-wingers, Ron DeSantis, people like that. When it comes to that, that community, right? It's yeah. not Democrats. Nope. It's not the lefties nope. that are out there 
trying to crucify everybody that is gay or transgender, bringing up the whole uh, transgender, making it a big deal, like like it's some huge deal that uh, there's all this grooming going on in America. It's all completely hypocritical and nonsense. Let's try to steal another call, just like the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) stole the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, there it is. Let's go to Gary. Gary is next up. Gary, what's up? What's up, Gary? Um, I would just say that speaking of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's completely delusional, not for all the reasons you said, but uh, and for those reasons. The man can't even talk, can't even speak. How in the how is he going to be the president? Well, it's a Somebody physical give condition. Me a break. Yeah, I, uh, but I, but I will say this. Yeah, I'm hesitant on uh, I'm bagging on him because he has yeah. a physical so situation. I don't. Gary, yeah. I'm, yeah, I agree with Chris. Yeah. I'm I, I'm not going to bag on him for that. But I will say this: the reason why, and I don't, I'm going to compare a speech impediment to being right. gay. But I guess in this instance, I will. There's a lot of hateful people in this country that won't vote for somebody because they're gay. Pete Buttigieg, I think, would be a great president. There's a lot of people in this country that wouldn't vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because of his voice. Now, I'm not. I would never vote for him because he's a conspiracy theorist, idiot who yeah. likes to. It thinks he anti-vax, right? Yeah. Anti-vax moron. Yeah. But, but Gary, that is a. Uh, while I'm not going to mock him for that, you do bring up a point that is valid. Very difficult for somebody like that with a speech impediment, which is not his fault. Uh, I think he has an ulterior He's motive. not a good speaker. I mean, I've seen him speak several times in Vegas over the course of last year. He's a terrible speaker, and I'm not even talking it's about his... It's painful to I listen mean, to him. Well, all he does is he talks about health stuff, and he's yeah. got the guy's got no medical experience. I watch his speeches. 95% of his speeches are about vaccines and medicine, and the guy has no medical credentials. It's amazing to me. But Gary, you just said it. He has ulterior motives, Gary. You just said it. That's exactly why a lot of most Democrats do not support him. Is he a Democrat? Like, are there a lot of viewpoints that that I would agree with 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 RFK Jr. when it comes to the Democratic Party and some of our ideology? Absolutely. There's a lot of things that I'd probably agree with 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 RFK Jr. The problem is, is that there are a lot of things that are completely ridiculous and factually inaccurate and just wrong that he supports and that he is touted and that is what i think disqualifies him from being uh someone that can run as a democrat which is why he's an independent now basically right and he's running as an independent essentially yeah. so that that's the difference but but gary you just used the phrase ulterior motives that's exactly what robert f kennedy stands for and why he's even in the race how many seconds do i have left <laughs> well you, 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 i'll give you the what, same what amount of, do you have the same amount of, the same amount of seconds that trump yeah. spent with stormy daniels so i'll give you about 15 <laughs> seconds go ahead gary i'm just kidding go i ahead. just there's so many things i wanted to say all right why don't the democrats just understand that they need to allocate some money to build a wall that would help prevent trump from becoming the president someday we don't believe that and, that's not i'm a democrat gary and we don't and we don't think that money, that's a look uh, do we, we do we think? Again. Well, I mean, you know, you asked the question. I'm going to answer it. I'm a Democrat. Why are you all yelling? Right? I'm on the show, Gary, as a Democrat. All right, you got Chris. I'm going to answer your question. I'm answering your question. <laughs> Democrats do not uh, approach the situation at the border in the way that Republicans do. We approach it with compassion and empathy. And yes, if there's things that we can do from a you know from a, from a standpoint so of having a giant bo- heart gateway, I'll just stop talking. Yeah, Gary, I congratulate you, Gary. You win the 
award Don't today? Don't we need yeah. money for Ukraine and Israel? Ask the qu- Gary, you can't ask a question and then um, in the Massage middle of my answer, you start. Gary, I... Gary, I... Gary, I... Try again next time. All right, Gary, I applaud you because... Good try, Gary. Gary, you were the first caller to get Chris all riled up and screaming and yelling and red in the face. So, Gary, I appreciate you for that. Thank you. You're my friend. 702-221-7283 is the number to call as we play some um, Spring Mountain Massage. This is going to be a Billy Joel, music in the background. Uh, Let's take another right call. I heard the, the initial intro here. Let's go to uh, Dino, 702-221-7283. What's up, Dino? Yes. Um, I'm really, as far as the mega crowd, I'm really against it because I look at it in a whole different perspective. We all are Americans first mm-hmm. and Absolutely. foremost. <laughs> Then we become the Republican or the Democrats, and you got to have both parties. But in all reality, or independent, the mega correct. Um, and but the mega crowd, they seem to the evangelists and everybody else wants to keep on calling him this some type of a frigging god, and he's not. And in the Bible, it actually talks about false prophecies, and it actually even goes into the depth of talking about politics and. Everything that is, evolves around the point of false prophecies. And if these people were really into God, know their Bible, they'd read their Bible, they wouldn't be following him the way that they do, and they wouldn't be proclaiming him to be some uh, you know, new Christ. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's really sad and sick to see that people really fall for this stupid fool. Well, I think if I agree with what you said, uh, by the way, and I think if there's one thing I will certainly give Donald Trump credit for, he exposed how stupid so many people are in this country. <laughs> he, he really has. Not well, and as bigoted, it became it became faux pas, right? It became it became uh, car blanche yeah. to, to be able to be racist yeah. out loud, to be able to be bigoted out loud, to be judgmental about people. And mm-hmm. to the caller's point, let me, I'll bring this up. And Brian, you talked about this numerous times in your show. I have too, right? I mean, when it comes to Donald Trump and uh, the discussion of, of, uh, of, of people like, accepting him, again— Democrats do not uh, treat Joe Biden the way that MAGA and Republicans treat Donald Trump. It's just different. Yes, there is a there is a it's almost like a cult like following. There is a different approach. Right. When you hear Republicans and especially MAGA talk about Donald Trump, what do they say? This is the one guy that can fix it. Right. Mm -hmm. This guy can do end all be all right. It's all. That's not how Democrats, my fellow lefties, talk about Joe Biden. We don't talk about Joe Biden that way. We Joe, we know Joe Biden is a vehicle. He's an instrument for the Democratic Party, right? And I know right-wingers right now, they're saying, oh, yeah, yeah you're saying he's a puppet because that's what he is. All right, no, that's not what I'm saying. So, I'm saying so. that we view him in a way in which he is a human being that is a public servant and is here to serve the American people. That is not the way that MAGA reflects on Donald J. Trump. No, they don't. Yeah. And, you know, the sad part was is when he was started his first term, I posted so much of this stuff on the Facebook trying to get him to un- get my family and friends to understand what's going on. Yep. And when you see your own family turn around and just block you because you're trying to bring something yeah. to them and understand the truth, yep. they don't want to hear it. They just turn around. They, they oh, block you. I'm with you. But in, in all the... Re- in, in, in all reality, this guy, when he came out, he, I knew that he was no good because if you look at all the things that he would say and do to, to, to the black people in New York as far as criminals and stuff, but he never stood, stood up and talked about his own race in, in any way. 
It was always yeah. the others. You're right. Hey, where are you calling and from, by the way? Seattle, Washington. Ah, I used to I used to live in Seattle. I worked for a radio station called Cairo. I lived in Northgate. Uh, next to a karaoke bar called the Rickshaw. Are you familiar with the the Rickshaw? Yes. I I I, I, yep. I I hate the weather there, but I don't hate the weather as much as I hate Donald Trump. I'll be very clear on that. Um, oh, uh, I agree one hundred percent. In fact, I was I sitting wish. I was sitting next to uh, a legend, a Seattle legend, uh, Gary Payton, a few months ago when the NBA. Uh, uh, basketball games were being played here in Vegas. Great guy, and I, I, his jersey will be retired in Seattle once they get another NBA team. But, uh, Dino, i got to run, my friend, but I, I, I thank you for calling from Seattle. I appreciate Great you. Call. Thank you. Sure enough. And I... We lived in Vegas before, so we know what it's like there, too. So oh, yeah. Great two places. Absolutely. Positives and negatives anywhere you live. But, Dino, I appreciate your call, sir. Thank Have a good you. Monday, Dino. Thank you so much. Yeah, All take right. Take care, guys. Thank yep. you. Take care. Uh, so... I've been getting messages from people on Occupy Democrats who watch the show, and they're like, hey, yeah. keep the stream going, even if you're talking a little bit of sports. And there's going to be politics, obviously, related to the Super Bowl, and we yeah. are going to get yeah. into that. But I do want to talk about the aspect of Live Golf because I've, I've had a lot of people attack me because I've been gloating about Live Golf. Oh, Well, we, back, well, well we know why. So, yeah. So yeah. we're going to take a break, but I want to dissect that with you. Uh, and that we're going to get into the Super Bowl stuff. We're going to get into the Live Golf stuff because Live Golf, they they had a successful week here in Las Vegas. I had a chance to talk to Greg Norman about it. Um, so we'll get to that. And my uh, we we I wouldn't really say it was a run in, but I did see Brett Bear uh, at the Live Golf tournament. <laughs> talk a little bit about that. I met Doctor Oz over the weekend. Okay, did you? And we had. I'm going to say the conversation didn't go as well as I would have hoped it to go. <laughs> Um, I ran into Dr. Oz at a, at a Super Bowl party event, and we got into it. And I'm going to dissect it. And I'm, I haven't told anybody Shocker. about this. Brian Shapiro yeah. meeting somebody yes. that he doesn't know yes. that he that he has political. I got into with, it with Dr. Oz. It. Shocker. We got into it, boy. Uh, and it was about. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It was about John Fetterman. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Number to call seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. I'll share that story, and we're going to talk about the Super Bowl when we yeah. come back with Chris. Uh, and Chris was on the right side of it. He picked the Chiefs. I picked the 49ers. I was wrong, and Chris was right. I, it's take. Back Pat is going on right now up. in studio live. Well, I'm patting myself right now in the back. It was a, it was Al De Leon is watching. By the, the way, first su- Al pat myself on the uh, back. First first. Winner. First Winner. Super Bowl game, I didn't make one wager, uh, and I'll t- explain why when we come back as well. Number to call, by the way. We got to get into that, by the way. You want to get? Yeah, yes, we will. Uh, we will. Weird. We got. We'll have a long segment coming up next. Uh, Chris Wynn in the house. If you want to give us a call, seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. Good calls so far. We'll take a quick break. Uh, I'm sure we'll ruin that when we come back. We'll take a quick break. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. Be back right after this. It's pushing the limits right here on KSHP. I'm Eva Chase, a candidate for Nevada State Assembly District 16, former Lieutenant Governor candidate, progressive, independent Democrat, U.S. Air Force veteran, college graduate, fully transitioned, transgender woman. I support women's rights and veterans and unions and other progressive ideas. Please donate to my campaign on Spot Fund and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X. Stay progressive, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits, the fastest-growing radio show in the Valley. And now we've expanded our reach to include live stream ads on social media with over 20,000 daily views. So are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then get in on the action. Our team will put together the right ad package for you that meets your business needs. So what are you waiting for? Send us an email, sales at ptlradioshow.com. That's sales 
at ptlradioshow.com and reach your target audience while maximizing the advertising impact of your business. That email again, sales at ptlradioshow.com. That's sales at ptlradioshow.com. I've raised 35 foster youth and became a permanent parent to 11 of them. So when I tell you our foster care system is broken, it's from personal experience. I'm Hunter Kane, and I'm a candidate for Clark County Commission. Too many of our kids that come to my home have entered in broken and hurt. Hurt not only because of the situation that led them into care, but also because of the crumbling weight that the Clark County Department of Family Services carries. Our foster youth have been turned into cases to get past rather than lives who need mending. When elected to the Clark County Commission, I plan on making our foster youth more than a statistic. Among the many issues facing our community, our campaign will never forget the unwritten commandment that says we shall give our children better than we ourselves receive. Join the campaign by searching Elect Hunter Kane on social media or go to www.electhunterkane.com. Did you know that 99% of air conditioning issues start with airflow issues? Well, guess what? Pioneer Air has your back. They've been operating for 20 years in the industry within the Las Vegas area. Large enough to handle all your air conditioning and heating needs, but small enough to know your first name. Pioneer Air focuses on preventative care, much like wellness checks for humans. They believe in wellness checks for air conditioning and heating systems to extend the life of the system you own. So what are you waiting for? Schedule your wellness check with Pioneer Air today. The number to call is 702-831-4840. Here's the best news. Mention this ad and you'll receive 10% off. Call Pioneer Air today, 702-831-4840. That number again, 702-831-4840. Welcome back. Wow, F- wow, fireworks wow. Uh, yeah. fireworks in the studio behind the scenes. Wow. I'll, I'll probably post that on social yeah. media. That was uh, interesting. Now, least. our yeah. producer here, Numchuck, who does a good job, he yeah. um, he said that there were like, uh, I don't know, 900 people watching on social media live, which is which is a pretty pretty good reasonable number, 900 people watching the show live. That's good. And he mentioned to Chris Wynn, who just almost uh, imploded, and he said, we went from 900 to 600 when you started on that rant. And Chris yeah. just lost his mind and started screaming at everybody in the studio. Not that's, not, that's not, that's not, he's again, mischaracterizing actually on, what happened. On, okay, on, a mischaracterization. Get, get, a, get a mic. Of what Nunchuck is our producer. All right. Nunchuck, not, can you just I didn't, let Chris respond, but let's let Nunchuck respond. Yeah. Chris, uh, Nunchuck, is that, is that a fair represent? Tell me what just happened. Okay. Chris what? was a raging lunatic for <laughs> three and a half minutes. <laughs> I really was, well, I was most fired up about, about Brian Shapiro calling me long-winded on his show where he'll go on. You happen to absolutely be winded long-winded. Rants. Yeah. Okay. So how does, okay. Let me explain this to both, to both you idiots. Okay. First, number one. All right. When, how am I long-winded when I talk for like three minutes and then the co-host of the, the guy who's the main host of the show co-host. talks for like 20 what? minutes. I'm okay? a co-host now? So I'm Did the I one just that's, get wait, time out. No, I'm, I'm making a very, I'm making a very valid point here. How can I be the how co-host? Can, how can I be the one who's long-winded <laughs> when the actual main host of the show is the one who actually talks like four times more than actually the guy who's the co-host and just the guest host on the show? Numbchuck, is that accurate? It's Do a I very fair. Four okay, times so, more today? Uh, is that accurate? Is it accurate? Four times or is, more? It, is it close to accurate? Is it close to accurate? Don't defend Chris. I know no, what you're he's, thinking. He's no, why do you have to think about that? 
It's not really. It's, it's why not are you yelling at my, times We more. can roll the tape back, you guys. <laughs> guys, Shapiro, Numchuck. We that, can that, roll the that's tape. That's it. Back. After the show, I'm going to tape. Yeah, roll the I'm tape. I'm going back. to time everybody. And Here's roll. what I'm going to do. And, and see how okay, we I have, have a solution. Who is talking more? I have a solution on the air. I have a solution. I mean, it's not really what I'm going to do. It's a valid point. I'm going to talk to somebody that used to work in Donald Trump's administration. Okay. We're going to find out uh, some of these Russian pay to play women that Donald Trump probably hired to maybe pee on them. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to find out. And, and maybe we can we can to get your kind of rage out of your system. I, don't rage. I, don't know. I, don't I have I, very, I make very you're, passionate points you're loudly. Very, you're Again, very backed up. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Brian. Let me let me help, let me help you out. Okay. Yes. Please. Am I very passionate and loud at times, and sometimes over the top loud? Absolutely. Yes. But there's nothing you can refute when it comes okay. to my takes. Yes. You can't okay. come back and say, oh, it. So when you say a raving lunatic, that Numchuck said. Okay. So I agree. A I raving agree. lunatic alludes to somebody <laughs> being just unhinged that doesn't know what they're talking about. The break. Saying things that don't you, you were and I know you're unhinged now, both, in the break. Okay, so both of you guys. Okay, in the break. Well, I was, I was, I was a little bit agitated because you guys are again misrepresenting. Why are you so loud situation. and long-winded? All right, all right. Well, we okay, got to move on now. Okay, let's move go. on now. Well, let's we'll go. check let's your go. blood let's pressure. Move on. We'll check yeah. your blood pressure after right. the show, and I'll find out about. We those. had a big weekend this weekend. Yes, we in did. Vegas, we did. We did. We did. We did. And and we'll 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 readdress this next week. Blood pressure through the roof. I'll bring the blood pressure in. All right, so. Yes, there's a political element to this because a lot of the right wing idiots uh, that are on social media saying that the fix yeah. was in. Uh, let me tell you something. You guys on the far right, you have Kid Rock and Ted Nugent. OK, Taylor Swift is somebody and, and I'm going to put Travis Kelsey into this as well. Taylor Swift is somebody who is extremely intelligent, well-spoken. She seems to be on the right side of the history and she calls out bad people in politics, yeah. which I appreciate. And she does things the right way. You know, Travis Kelsey bought a suite for the whole family and the, and the Kelsey family and the Swift family. I thought that was really cool. They're a couple that's in love, and I wish them nothing but the best. I don't think they're bad people. Kelsey is is one of the best ever at what he does, and I would say say the same thing about Taylor Swift. I mean, Absolutely. how how, how no she's doubt. an extreme talent, and she's very intelligent and well spoken. I wish them nothing but the best. And have you people on the far right lost your mind? You know, there are people in this town, by the way, Chris. There are not a lot of right-wing shows in this town, but you could probably probably know who I'm talking about, who probably couldn't name three NFL players. Couldn't name three players in the NFL. Okay. I'm rooting for the 49ers. You know, the, 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 these idiots that know nothing about sports. And it's so funny trying to listen to them break down a game yesterday <laughs> when they know nothing about football. They know nothing about sports, and they're only uh, you know rooting for the 49ers because they're far-right MAGA turds. I mean, it really is unreal, and and I don't want to waste too much time on this. The bottom line here is if you think that the fix was in uh, or if you think that, well, you are right about one thing. This probably will benefit Joe Biden, and it will uh, whether they won or lost the game because Taylor Swift is a bigger name, and she's more influential than that turd Ted Nugent or Kid Rock combined. Okay, Taylor Swift is more influential, and God forbid she gets young people involved to vote. You should be scared about Taylor Swift because she's on the right side of history, and she's going to get a lot of young people to vote for Joe Biden. And uh, sorry, sorry if, if you don't like that. As far as the football game goes, Chris, the reason why I didn't bet on this game, and I thought I, I picked San Francisco. I was wrong. But the reason why I didn't bet on it because I wasn't confident about it. And I got talked out of making the bet from several people in the industry that I respect very much. And no, you, it wasn't. You did? Yeah. 
Uh, Wait a minute, you talked to several people in yes, the industry who are, that, who are really good. That that really echoed good. what a lot of us that know football all no, the last two no, weeks said that it was a t- no. that it was a game that a coin flip's not a right way to describe it when you're talking about NFL football or any other sport for that matter. But the point being is that everybody that knows anything about anything about football understood that yes, these are very two evenly matched teams in a, going into a situation. And so the again, the idea that you didn't bet because there because you weren't a hundred percent certain on the outcome. I mean that's that's why there's, that's what wagering is. That's no what gambling thing. is. Hold on, let me respond okay? to that. I, I understand on. there's not such thing. Hold as 100% on, certain. hold on. Let me respond but to what you, you just said. look. I'm hold using on. your own hold on. phrasing. Let me respond to what you just said. There okay. is no such thing as having one hundred percent. I understand that. Yes, on a yeah, game. that's an obvious. There is such yes. a thing as yeah. is having a strong opinion on one side or the other. The people that I spoke to made the case of listen. The Chiefs could win, the 49ers could win, but this is going to be a game that's going to go out of the wire. It's going to come down to a couple plays at the end, and I don't think it's a very good game to bet on. And by the way, they were right because there were a couple opportunities when the, the game went into overtime and the 49ers, you know, uh, fourth and one, couldn't stop them. I mean, you know, this was not a really good game to pick either side to win, uh, and that's why I didn't wager on the game. As far as the game itself, you know, the first half was quite boring and it was because you got two defenses that are that are probably the best in the world at what they do and uh you know defense was good on both sides of the football uh in the second half it had everything you wanted in a football game you know purdy with a big drive late in the fourth quarter and then mahomes has to march his team down the field will probably go down as one of the best to ever play the game at that position he probably already is um this had this had everything that you wanted uh Purdy was very, very good. I thought he looked very poised, played a good, sound football game. Mahomes really just made one mistake, one pick. Uh, he was very good as well. So this was a story about defense. This was a story about both sides of the ball on defense making plays. Um, and when it comes down to it, it was a really, really heartbreaking, difficult loss for the 49ers. Um, and uh, they did everything they could to affect Mahomes. Uh, and they did in the first half. Pat Mahomes did not look like Pat Mahomes in the first half, did not have a good first half. But, you know, uh, greatness usually comes up with plays and finds a way to win. And Kelsey in the fourth quarter woke up. I don't think he had a catch in the first half. He woke up in the second half and they targeted him. And I want to say this, Chris, in closing. When Travis Kelsey made some physical contact with Andy Reid, he was frustrated after his team fumbled the ball and uh, Reid took him out of the game for at least one play on that drive. And then they fumbled the ball. While I would say that making physical contact with your coach and screaming at the top of your lungs at your coach is probably not a good look, at the same time, I'd rather have a player show that kind of emotion and show how much he cares than a player that doesn't show any emotion at all. So I'm not going to criticize Kelsey for doing that. It seems like he and Reed have a wonderful relationship. And then there was a moment, Mahomes where they kick a field goal to tie the game, putting it in overtime. And one of the players, I'm trying to remember which player it was, one of the receivers was angry at Mahomes because he was wide open in the end zone, and they got into it. This is what really competitive guys do that want to win so badly. Sometimes you get into it. And I didn't have a problem with either of them. I think uh, Kelsey probably in that situation may, may say to himself, he wouldn't probably admit it publicly, but Kelsey would probably say to himself, you know what? I probably went a little bit too farther. I shouldn't have body checked Andy Reid. That was probably a little bit too much. I understand his frustration and his passion for winning, and I'm sure they talked it out at halftime. But a lot of people on the far right, and this is where I get political again, are going after Travis Kelsey saying, oh, I, uh, if that was any other player in the league, they would have been kicked out. No, they wouldn't have. That's absurd. This is passion. 
Uh, no difference than people screaming and yelling at each other on a radio show. Uh, Kelsey okay. is one of the best, maybe the best to ever play his position. Andy Reid is going to go down with one of the best uh, coaches in, in football history as well. Yesterday, I think, solidified that. And the fact that these guys got into it a little bit, I'm not going to hammer Kelsey for what took place there. And the people that are giving him the biggest grief are, for the most part, are the people on the far right with the conspiracy theories, uh, you know, uh, with Travis Kelsey. And I will make another quick point, if I may, because I'm going on a C-Win rant here. Um, no, but, it's a Brian Shapiro but, rant. It's textbook. But, but that's isn't it interesting, Chris, <laughs> that Mr. Pfizer, Mr. Pfizer himself, as right-wingers have labeled him. Yeah, I don't even is the guy entertain that garbage. Who won but, it all, got to yeah. the Super Bowl, and won a championship, while the anti-Pfizer guy yeah. and the anti-vaccine buffoon and Aaron Rodgers didn't even make it out of the first game of the season. It is I just find that very, very interesting, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's kind of like an outside thing, whatever. That's a, that, that is what it is. A couple comments regarding this. Uh, obviously, we, we can go a, different, a bunch of different directions, right, Brian? Yes. When it comes to this game and uh, the viewpoints when it comes to politics and how it's injected into the situation. Here's the deal. On the game, uh, it was two teams that were extremely evenly matched. Uh, both took very different paths to get to the Super Bowl. Obviously, when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs, they, they, uh, they ended up... Uh, uh, it was a surprise that they got to the Super Bowl, quite frankly. They went, uh, they were able to beat Miami. You go on the road and beat the likes of, of the Buffalo Bills. And then, of course, the Baltimore Ravens, who are clearly the favorites in the AFC Championship game. And you end up getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, that fueled a lot of that garbage, uh, nonsense fire that was coming from MAGA and the right regarding Taylor Swift and Taylor and Travis Kelsey and all that garbage. Okay. So they, they did it one way. Obviously, the San Francisco 49ers faced a ton of adversity. They end up, uh, knocking off, uh, both Green Bay and Detroit and getting to the, getting to the Super Bowl as well too but at the end of the day and it was reflected in the betting line it was reflected in all the com all the comments throughout the week whether it was by NFL experts talking heads media fans etc two teams that were extremely extremely close all right I thought San Francisco was a better football team on paper uh, uh definitely a better football team on paper but uh that's not that hey there's a reason why they play the games there's a reasons why they play 60 minutes or in this case they play 75 minutes it's because because, you know, you, you actually make the decision on the football field. You talked about it. First half, mostly dominated by defense, right? Obviously, both defenses are, are solid. Two of the top defenses in the NFL. That was on display in the first half. Both teams essentially made one mistake in the game. Interceptions, yeah. whatever. Uh, and then a fumble, a timely fumble as well, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and then things played out in the second half where... Kansas City was Kansas City when it comes to a big game, especially Super Bowls. There have been multiple Super Bowls in which the Chiefs have been down by 10 points or more in a Super Bowl and end up winning the game. That ended up being the situation here. Yeah. They made adjustments in the second half, uh, played better in the second half offensively, and were able to uh, actually score points. Uh, yep. I made a joke, uh, tongue in cheek kind of on social media and also on some text threads where I was saying, you know, the Chiefs are going to do this thing where they go in halftime and they make adjustments and they're going to go out and score 20 points in the second half. It was, it was kind of off the cuff. I wasn't being really dead serious. They actually scored 19 points in the second uh, half. I don't want to, I don't want to. So wanna... the point being is that, uh, and I'm finishing up here. So, you know, uh, the point being is that, uh, yes, it goes into overtime. Uh, which to me was also fascinating because it's the first ever Super Bowl in Vegas. And what do we get? We get one of the rare overtime games ever 
in, in, in the Super Bowl, the second overtime game in Super Bowl history, ends up being Las Vegas between two evenly matched teams. And then Kansas City, after giving up the field goal, is able to go down the field. You brought up, uh, by the way, one, one of the most important plays in the game, which is a fourth down and one in overtime where the San Francisco 49ers could have won the Super Bowl. If they yeah. stop Kansas City there, they can win the Super Bowl. Okay, they're not able to yeah. stop him. Uh, Pat Mahomes does, uh, basically has a, a, a huge run, and then Kansas City goes down and scores a touchdown, wins the game. You, you have yeah, the McCall Hardman touchdown at yeah. the end of the game, and then of course uh, uh, Kansas City ends up being now they're kind of defined as a dynasty yeah. because they've been able to win three Super Bowls in a very short period of time of five years. So um, it's great for Kansas City for the Chiefs, but I thought also Brian, and I'll, I'll cap off my comments on this by saying this. I thought it was great for the city of Las Vegas. I really did because there wasn't all the uh, ne- there wasn't anything really. Or, uh, were there issues when I, with re- respect to road closures and some traffic things and some you know ancillary outside things that took place during the week? Absolutely, okay. It yeah. happens with every Super Bowl. We get it. All right, but there was not any yeah. negative you know uh, uh, publicity with respect to players getting in trouble. Right, even situations where you've had large numbers of fans of both teams or NFL fans coming to town that got arrested. Right, there really wasn't a lot of negative publicity or negative yeah. uh, vibes when it came to Vegas in this game, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a huge positive when it came to how this all shook out for the first ever Super Bowl in Vegas. All right, so I'm I'm gonna get Chris fired up here again. We have a couple yeah. people on social media that are making. Some very funny comments. Somebody said yep. that we should have a sea win shot clock every Monday uh, for a yeah. limit of time for rants. Somebody else said we're now going on six minutes, a six minute football. All rant. I got to say is this, Brian. Well, I gotta, to, no, well, you just you interrupted me. Here's the deal. You just interrupted me. Notice how I talk. We can run the tape back to the show. Notice how I talk. We can see who has more airtime and who right. talks more on You the just show. interrupted me. I just was talking I know, for 10 I, seconds. Okay, so you kept talking over my response to a couple of texts there. All right. And I you haven't, just ignored what finished. I said. What did I just say? Okay, roll Brian back Shapiro, the tape. What I just okay, said. roll back the tape okay, and you'll exactly. see that you just interrupted we'll, we'll me see 10 that, seconds we'll see in. That, we'll see that you um, talked so, much more than okay. C-Wind well, did on well, the show. This is right. another comment I got. Right. Uh, uh, Alan says... Everybody has their comments. That's Alan fine. says, that's why it's called a co-host. Tell him to get a show if he wants to monopolize all of the airtime. <laughs> okay, so, I'm, uh, so Brian Shapiro, how much am I on this show? When am I on the show? You're on once a week. Yeah. Which how, is a how lot. long usually want you not this show, but how long am I on this show? I don't know. Twenty percent of the week. Okay, okay. My so, math serves me right. I don't I don't know. Know. Okay, so uh it's very clear. You know the answer. Why are you why are you, why are you avoiding the answer? Why are you getting why are so you defensive? Acting like why are you acting like you can't? Why are you anything? getting so defensive? Okay, so you, I, I, you don't answer. A you're question like asking, by asking Donald Trump. Question. You're like asking Donald Trump. You're, you're how's like talking sex to a mag, You're like talking to a magic person right now. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you don't, a, you don't answer that's a question by asking. I'm the lunatic in this conversation. Yeah, you're absolutely Wait, right. You're, you're, you're okay. <laughs> I'm responding to comments made by people. Yeah, I'm making on social media. Statements. Yes. How long am I on this show? A week. When am I on the show? An hour, usually it's an hour a week. Okay, exactly. Yeah, usually. Okay, so, so that's ten percent of the figure show. It, again, can people can we figure this out? You're ten percent. Can we figure out the numbers? Yeah, let's 10%. figure out the numbers. Ten percent. And again, I'll you're repeat, like you're like the black I'll vote that what Donald I just Trump said, gets. and because you didn't hear me because you're too busy talking over me yeah. and making comments when I was talking. <laughs> okay, run the tape back, Numchuck, okay. Brian Shapiro. Run the tape back. Right. We'll see who talks more during run the, the show. Run the tape. Bang. We'll see there who's more backed up. There you go. Who's, who's more back stressed out? Backed up. It has nothing to do with backed up. Las Vegas facts. You need to spend some time on Spring Mountain. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a uh, Las Vegas joke. Back to back to the Super Bowl. All right. Yes. Why don't we take some calls? Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. How politics get interjected into the Super Bowl? Let's go to Lori. Yeah. Lori's next on pushing the limits. What's up, Lori? Hi. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Um, 
I want to know if you've heard or seen President Biden's post since uh, the Keish won the Super Bowl. Yes, I did. And I actually posted that on Occupy Democrats. And I thought it was uh, really great because it was like Joe Biden poking the bear saying just as we scripted it. Uh, And I I just think it's absolutely hilarious that, you know, so many, uh, Lori, of these Republicans out there, they'll call people like you and me snowflakes. Yet uh, they're the ones, by the way, if you recall, when Colin Kaepernick and all the NFL players were taking a knee, they vowed that they would never watch the NFL again. And now they're so threatened by Taylor Swift. I mean, who are the real cancel? Who are the real? Who are the real cancel culture hypocrite idiots? They're not on the left. Guess what? They're on the right. And now they're talking about you know uh, the the black national anthem. I listened to three conservative talk show hosts on the way to work today. Don't ask me why. So so upset of the Black National Anthem, but they don't even take the time to understand what the words are in the National Anthem. It's about bringing people together, but they're so upset, and then they're so blinded by their hatred and and bigotry and racism that some of these hosts will actually go on the air and say, oh, I think we get along great. I don't don't see any racism at all, spoken from a middle-aged MAGA white guy who is so complicit and has no understanding of what real racism is in this country. And they're the ones, the same types of people that are speaking out against the Black National Anthem. Imagine if you did a radio show and your item that you wanted to talk about with your right-wing MAGA idiots was how angry you are that they sang the Black National Anthem. What type of Klansman fool can you possibly be that that would be a segment on your show? Exactly. All right. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> what did you think, Lori, about, about his post? What did you think about it when you saw it? Oh, I thought it was hysterical because yeah. he, he weighed into, yes. you know, that it was planned. The whole thing was planned between him and Taylor Swift in the Kansas City Chiefs. They were always going to win. You know? I, th- I think it's a very rational argument. You know, all the referees were in cahoots <laughs> with Taylor Swift and Joe Biden. The only reason why Travis Kelsey is dating uh, Taylor Swift is to help Joe Biden win reelection. It's the only reason. So the NFL, Roger Goodell, both teams are involved. Everybody's involved in this because it's, it's uh, you know, interference, election interference. So very rational. Right, right. The Alex Joneses of the world. <laughs> Makes these, total sense. Yeah, these yeah. buffoons on the right that would even entertain something like this. And by the way, Jesse Waters even said that, that she believed that, uh, that he believed that Taylor Swift was a Pentagon asset. I mean, you cannot <laughs> make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up with these idiots. <laughs> and then they, they support a team that Trump spent four years saying was a, a third world country. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A guy that Donald Trump called many of these African-American players sons of bitches, if you remember, because, oh, yeah, yeah. because they took a knee during the national anthem. It's so ridiculous, Lori. It really is. <laughs> Uh, yes, thank the you. Hypocrisy. Yeah, you know that. Just, yep, yep. Hypocrisy is a word I use on this but show. Then you see, all you the know time. the the point of Joe Biden's mentality. Yeah, you know Donald Trump can't come up with something like uh, just no. as we planned. Yeah. You know there would that you know something like that would never come out of his mouth. Well, Lori, guess what? I'm going to end this phone call by saying this: Donald Trump has Alzheimer's. Donald Trump is in the bunker. Donald Trump health is deteriorating. I'm just going to keep saying that to my MAGA listeners, Lori. I can't, right, help, right. I can't help it. Lori, thank you for the call. Good to hear from you. Okay. You have a great day, Lori. Okay. Thank you. Um, 702-221-7283. Herb is next, I believe, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Uh, Herb, thank you for calling in. What's on your mind, Herb? 
Uh, Brian, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate that. But if I remember correctly, about a year ago or so, you didn't believe that Lift Every Voice and Sing was the Black National Anthem. I had to call you and tell you that. And the lady from the NAACP backed me up and said that's true. You, okay, you so didn't well, Brian, not knowing that, that. Okay, so so, so you changed. Okay, so you so, changed now. So Herb, first of all, I didn't start the show having a problem whether it's called the Black National Anthem or Lift Every Voice and Sing. Whether somebody characterized it as one or the other, what I care about is the message and the lyrics in the song. And the lyrics in the song are about bringing people together. Herb, if you don't mind me asking, are you black? Yes or no? I'm curious. <laughs> That has nothing to do with Okay, what so I'm you don't want to answer about. the question. Herb, which, why would Herb, you answer? Herb it's difference. about the black Brian, national anthem. Pot him down. Pot him down. Herb, it's you, about the black. Hear, hear me out, Herb. I'm going to explain to you why it's an important question. We're talking about the black national anthem. I'm asking you if you're black or not, and I'm asking you respectfully if you question. could please yeah. answer the question because then I'll have a follow up, Herb. So I'm going to ask it again. <laughs> Herb, why are you laughing? Are you a black man? Yes I'm or no? Laughing. Can you I'm answer, please? May you answer the can you, uh, Curb, if you I, don't answer the question, I'm going to move on to another caller. Are you black? Yes I or no? You, I know you are because Herb, you've been caught in your own Herb, hypocrisy. Why won't yes, you answer that? Hypocrisy? Yes, okay. I, yes, Thank I you. What's Thank the hypocrisy? You. Pot him down again. I, I Herb, the there is no hypocrisy here. I don't know what you're talking about. The reason why I asked you if you were black or not, now I'm going to ask you another question. Herb, do you have a problem, whether it's Lift Every Voice or the Black National Anthem? Did you have a problem with them singing that song? Yes or no? As a black man, did you have that problem? Absolutely, absolutely not. Okay, good. I'm happy. Absolutely. Okay, not. so what would you say okay. about so many of the right wingers out there that do? As a black man in society, I would imagine, sadly, Herb, you know what it's like to be the victim of racism, and I wish that wasn't the case. What would you say to the MAGAs out there and the middle-aged white Trump supporters out there and the conservative radio talk show hosts out there, some of whom you probably listen to, Herb? What would be your message to them as a black man, to the people out there that have a problem with the black national anthem and they see it is some sort of threat. Go ahead, Herb. Let me answer your question like this, Brian. What percentage of the mega right you call is against that song? How, what okay. percentage sure. of the mega right sure. conservatives you don't know the are against that, that song? So let, me answer it. so let me answer it by saying this. First of all, what I don't do, Herb, which so many of your Republican friends do, yeah. is throw percentages out or there with guess. having no idea. But here's what I will tell you. I was listening to three, three nationally syndicated right-wing shows today. And on all three of those shows, they were talking about how much they were against the Black National Anthem. That's what I will Who tell you. Who were they, Brian? So the Who show... Were they, Brian? Sure, uh, sure, I'll answer. I'll start by saying this. The show that is on KDWN, and there are three people that do the show that uh, replaced The Vegas Take... Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the show was even called, even but idea. if you look that up yourself, you can find it. Um, it, it again, it's a show that runs on KDWN uh, uh, at the same time slot that I used to be on. And that show I was listening on the way to work today. I was also listening on another station. Uh, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins, by the way, if you want to be specific. Mm -hmm. And all well, well, two of those. Hold on. You asked me. I'm answering. Two of those three hosts were bashing the black national anthem song 
And they were talking about how we all get along great. And I don't know why you need this black national anthem because it divides us. And as a black man, Herb, I would be surprised if that didn't offend you when you have a white conservative on a radio show claiming that the racism doesn't exist and they're so angry about the black national anthem. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it doesn't offend me, Brian, because that's why I asked you what percentage you if it's, how can if I answer that? He doesn't you, know. That's how would he know that? He's not going to know that, Herb. That's the whole that's the whole point. So okay, well, the whole point of phone call, let me, let, no, so Herb. No, 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 you listen. Let me listen, respond. Chris, let me respond. Herb, you Herb, listen. You listen. Chris, be you quiet. start the phone call. Chris, be quiet. Uh, let me answer, right, let me answer your question. The reason why I, I asked you the percentage, <laughs> the reason why I asked you the percentage is because if it's one or two percent, it's not even worth bringing up. That's somebody's Okay, opinion. let me ask you, you another brought You brought it up. You're the one that brought this time. You brought up the percentage. You brought it up. When you talk about mega right and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you're talking about, you're, you're painting a broad paintbrush. Okay, let's paint a broad paintbrush. Let's do that, Herb. And they're against okay, Herb, the black let's do that, Herb. Herb, and let's Brian do that. Well, Herb, Herb, let's do that. I'm going to paint a broad brush. What percentage of people in this country you think were against black athletes taking a knee during the national anthem. What was the large yeah. percentage there? Republicans or Democrats? Which was the large percentage of people that were peacefully protesting, Black Lives Matter protests? Were those Republicans or Democrats? What are the large percentage of people that are against gay pride parades and the LGBT community? Let's paint that broad stroke. Which percentage of people have more minorities in their group, Republicans or Democrats? Why don't you answer any of those questions okay. if you want to paint a broad right. stroke? Any of those questions. Sure. First of all, let me say, okay, I'll answer it this You can't way. answer those questions. First you won't answer all, it, will you? Well, you can't answer You won't answer it. it. You won't let me. Let go, me go, answer. What? Which, okay. which people? The point being is, is that you guys bring up issues. You're not answering. Right. Part them down again. Right. Part them down again. Not- I'm going to ask you one yeah. question and you're going to answer it or I'm going to move on to the next call. <laughs> which are, you think more Republicans or more Democrats? Which people black were athletes. against yeah. black athletes taking a knee during the national anthem? Was it Republicans or Democrats? Answer. I'm going to be honest with you. I knew a lot of liberals. Okay, you're ridiculous. Not- Get off the show. Oh, you're re- you're- Herb, you See, are a buffoon is- and you are ridiculous. You are ridiculous. And by the way, what I tried to say, Brian, at the top uh, 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 about three minutes ago, okay, before he started his babbling again, start talking. <laughs> The, the whole premise of this phone call from Herb was to point out, Brian, and correct me if I'm wrong, if, if this is how you interpret it, his entire purpose at the beginning was to point out that you did not know what the Black National Anthem was yeah. initially back during Ridiculous. A, apparently a couple weeks ago, right, or, or a month Ridiculous. ago, or whatever it is that he's talking about. That was really the premise of this phone call, which was that, uh, and he was trying to make some point there, and then you got, look, you guys got into it, and you started talking about, you know, bringing up percentages Chris? and all this other stuff. So that that was that was really the gist of what he was trying to yeah, get to. Well, ridiculous. Is that hey, trying to point out Brian, you didn't even know way, what the what the black gonna, national anthem I'm, was. We're going to take our next call, but I want to I want to answer my own questions because Herb uh, clearly knows the answer, but he, he's incapable of being honest. Okay, it was the majority overwhelming Republicans that looked at Donald Trump that looked at these black athletes as, quote, sons of bitches because they took a knee during the national anthem. It's the overwhelming majority of Republicans that are against the LGBT community. It's the overwhelming majority of Republicans that attack the Black Lives Matter protest and want to go after George Floyd and the way he lived his life. Not Democrats, Republicans. I'll answer for you, Herb. Let's take another call and I'm going to try to do something. Well, let me respond to that real quick. So he brought up, of course, you know, the uh, it was very interesting, too. He didn't want to answer a question of whether or not you're a black man or not, but you want to talk about 
about an issue involving race yeah, and involving are. the black national anthem. I found that very just strange and it didn't make yeah. any sense whatsoever yeah. why you didn't just want to acknowledge something that's very obvious yeah. whether or not you're a black man yeah. or not in America. I think I Herb would be just like Tim Scott and he'd be standing behind Donald Trump and sell his soul away to the devil. That's uh, uh, Herb, I think you have a lot in common with Tim Scott. All right, I'm going to try to stay out of this phone call now. Uh, I'm going to let Chris and Julie go at it now. I'm going to try to stay out I mean, of it and take a break. So brutal, uh, Julie, no, is, yeah. Julie is next up on Pushing Limits. Julie, I will give you what you want. Besides a picture of Donald Trump naked in your bedroom, I'm going to allow you now to speak to Chris Wynn, and I'm going to stay out of it. Go ahead, Julie. Hi. How hey. are you? What's up, Julie? What's going on on your Monday here? <laughs> well... I'm going to express my opinion on this black national anthem. Okay, I think it's a little bit, you know, it's dividing our country because what is going to be next? Um, an illegal alien national anthem, a Jewish national anthem, a Latin national anthem. To me, the um, American, our national anthem represents all Americans. Okay, and well, that's, well, that's my what, I mean, by definition, right? That's what it should be, right? And look, I mean, I, it, it's, uh, Julie, I got to admit, sometimes it's very difficult having a back and forth a conversation when you when you make comments or you have a take that are just uh, it's kind of off the wall or doesn't really make any or doesn't really lead anywhere. So here's my here's my response to here's my response to the black national anthem. Okay, here's my response. I have no problem with it, okay? It is not dividing America, okay? It's a song in which that was performed, you know, before the Super Bowl. Uh, and to your point, there's been some responses on social media, Julie, that uh, from, are, from uh, a, a huge fan of the show, uh, the Vegas Tiki. And they kind of echo your comment of why isn't there a Jewish Asian... Are you okay, okay so with I'm that? Still, well, I'm actually still, I'm still reading that. Okay, so Julie, calm down. I'm still reading the message, okay? Let me finish reading the message, all right? Why isn't there a Jewish, Asian, Mexican, Puerto Rican national anthem? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay, my answer to that is I don't know, okay? Maybe because there, you know, there isn't a demand for it. Maybe there's a reason why it's not there. I'm going to sit here and say this, all right? With respect to the black national anthem, all right, I have no problem with it. I don't understand any sentiment which you would bring up where you say it's dividing the country. Why would something that's supposed to be something that's positive, right, that is supposed to be uplifting, would be dividing the country? I want to jump in. That's all I'm going to say. So, Julie? Period. All right. So, question and answer. Julie, I want to ask you a question, if I may. (laughs) Can you name me or recite any of the lyrics in this Black National Anthem that you think are divisive? Uh, Listen, Brian... Don't I listen. Know, I know Brian. Answers, no, Brian. Okay. Because I, no. Don't, I don't. Put her down. Put her down. Hey, Shapiro, Mr. Shapiro, that hey, would Julie. be a no. That would be a no. Julie, there's a reason yeah. why I ask you that yeah. question, because when you say something is divisive, you need to give me an example. Exactly. Now, I will respond and say, I know the lyrics, and I recommend you actually read the lyrics, because nothing in this <laughs> song is divisive. In fact, it's the opposite. The lyrics in this song are about bringing People, not just black people, people together. So here's what I would like you to do, Julie. When you say a song is divisive, you probably should know what the lyrics are in the song. Julie, does that make sense? I'm trying to be respectful with you. Does that make any sense, Julie, as we pod you back up? Should you probably know the lyrics before you say something is divisive? 
Why do they need a black national anthem? Okay, Julie, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, very, very intelligent phone call. 702-221-7283. Again, I use that phrase par for the course, Brian. She calls yeah, in all the yeah. time. Look, I, I, here's the deal. You talked about her being a super fan of people. I think she's absolutely a super fan of, of Brian Shapiro. She probably she is. She absolutely uh, is a hardcore yeah, yeah, super yeah, fan yeah, yeah, yeah. of Brian Shapiro. By the way, comparing, uh, she said an illegal immigration song. Yeah, well, I don't I, even I, know I, what that what, means. What is, I, well, exactly. That's what I'm Ridiculous. talking about, Brian. I mean, Ridiculous. look, it's very difficult having a conversation with somebody when they don't make a point that makes any we're gonna, sense. We're going to try to yeah. steal some more calls, just like yeah. the Chiefs stole the Super Bowl, according to right-wingers. <laughs> Let's go to Victor. Victor's next on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Victor? Well, same old, same old, different day. This bag, I don't, don't really get it. Um, hey, good. Uh, you, you have a good guy over there. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have fun that. over here. Yes. I have I really have fun on here on the other end. <laughs> Listen nice. to you guys. Uh, um, uh, all these maga that I, I cannot really believe. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna talk specifically to Julia. Listen, Julia. What the heck is going on? That any conversation has to be pivoted into the illegal alien. <laughs> What the heck that has to do with, with the topic that we already uh, are talking about here? Absolutely, yeah. You should, she should be concerned about his um her her uh, uh what is it called her orange turd that <laughs> he <laughs> he will give Alaska in a blink of an eye if Putin told him, listen, I'm gonna make a monument over here. Give me Alaska back. He yeah. will give it back in a blink of an eye. I think you're right. Don't, don't you, you find it? Leave- uh, don't you find it interesting too, Victor? Uh, like when I say, what's that? A try it in a small town. See how far uh, Jason, Jason Aldean song. Yeah. Like when I say that song's divisive, I actually give out the lyrics and, and a the, reason why, and a is. reason, and yeah. the imagery in the video. I give examples. Julie can't even recite three words in the song. There's nothing divisive. Nothing, nothing divisive about that song. Nothing. Lift every voice. And speak. Oh my God. You know and what it's she like. Brought it, she brought it back to illegal uh, Hey Victor, it's just <laughs> hey, you're right. Hey Victor, it's just like these right wingers out there. That say that drag queen reading to kids is so bad. I've been to some of those drag queen readings. Oh. Treat everybody with oh. respect and treat everybody as equals. Boy, what a horrible message to send to kids. Huh, Victor? These people, the problem is, is these people, the way they approach a topic. Yeah. You can't even respect them. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard because their rhetoric is so stupid that doesn't even make sense. They don't have, a, they don't even have facts. Not even alternative facts uh, yeah. that you can even debate or, or, or have a conversation. It's impossible. Matter of fact, thirty percent of MAGA morons. Um, that is the amount of people follow uh, yeah. Trump. All of them hate the, the, the black anthem. Let's face it. Listen, I will you, say you, this you though. I will say this though, Victor. In Donald Trump's defense and, and MAGA supporters. They did show uh, Taylor Swift on the Super Bowl yesterday for 54 seconds, and that's about 50 seconds longer than Donald Trump lasted with Stormy. So, I mean, I will I will give them, you know, I will defend them there. <laughs> that's a good I one. I had to do it, what Victor. Trying, I had to, I had what to do try, it. What are, you try, what are you trying to do? You're trying to stand in a, to make business with the devil and God at the same time? It's okay, though. I can tell you that if I was ever intimate with Taylor Swift, I would probably last four seconds as well. So, again, I'll defend Donald Trump there. Uh, she's a very beautiful lady. Uh, uh, Victor, I appreciate the call, my friend. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, Victor. I got breaking news for everybody, okay? Yes, Taylor yes. Swift's not the only high-profile celebrity <laughs> that is a left-winger or Democrat or supports Joe Biden, okay? Correct. Yes, she is someone who's a pop icon right Chris now. Chris Wynn is another one. He's another There's one. a lot of people that are high profile yeah. that support 
One more Joe call. Biden and Democrats. Uh, should we should we take another call? Absolutely. now? We're, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. I will I will yeah. say this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> the bottom line here is that there's a lot of people on the far right that are going to continue to cry and complain about the Super Bowl, and they're going to continue to say that. You know, it was Super Bowl interference. It was election interference. Those are the same people that are saying Donald Trump won the 2020 election. Those are the same people. Joe Biden's DOJ, the 91 felony counts. It's going to continue until November. It is important for people like Chris and I. uh, Or you mainly because this is your show. Well, I'm the co-host, according to you. So, yeah. That's what Chris said today. I'm the co-host. Um, did I have a gaffe for like five seconds where I just <laughs> called him the co-host? Like I he was did. Like the you called him the co-host. Okay, so okay, so Very my insulting. mistake. Yeah, Very see, I admit when I'm wrong. Very upset. I, 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 I misspoke. That means you are my, not allowed to be yeah. president anymore. For all my for all my unhinged uh, lunatic rants, I did misspeak for about Chris two, for about five seconds. Chris, there. do you have Alzheimer's? Yeah. Are you I in the not. bunker? Probably, probably do. Are you in the bunker? Probably. I'll tell you one thing. Chris does have it's high blood pressure. Oh, 100. percent. That is that is that's unquestionable. And especially after reading some of these comments too on the live. By the way, for all you people out there that were bashing me for going to the live golf tournament screw you okay first of all the saudi government while i don't defend or support what happened to show you know, that that is awful we've already right? unloaded our takes okay. on this yeah we the bottom line that. here is the yeah. saudi government and whether you want to admit it or not is involved with tons of business thousands of business entities in this country and helps our economy go uh the lpga tour would not survive without saudi money the pga yeah. tour has accepted money from saudi-based uh, you know, uh, companies. The bottom line is I had fun out there. I spoke with Greg Norman, the legend, one of the best to ever play the game of golf. Is it is it a real PGA Tour event? Is it is Does it have a cut? No. So I don't respect that. When they have tr- great players out but, there, though. Big time players. In the last group I watched, yeah. the last group, the leaders. Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau. Okay. Yeah. John Rahm and Dustin Johnson. I'm sorry, folks. In the game of golf in 2024, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, let's be honest with you. You're a golf guy. That's your thing. Shapiro, you're a big-time golf guy. The crowds were big, too. There were some big crowds out there, too. And it was fun. And they're playing music out there. There's a DJ. It's a fun atmosphere. The Live people did a phenomenal job. It was a great event. And I had a great time. And I would go back. I would go back. And I'm doing these... Chris Wynn hand gestures. By the way, I think Chris. Chris, how much did you eat? By the way, yesterday? I haven't eaten. Uh, oh, I ate, I ate a ton. <laughs> we had the taco truck going. It was going strong at the Super Bowl party. I was at good times. Thank, uh, shout out to Brad and, uh, and uh, Sarah for that uh, great day. But uh, I'll, my last take of the other day. How about a great week for Vegas, though? Right, Brad. Sure. Great golf tournament. Great Super Bowl week. At the end of the day, Absolutely. it was a positive thing for the city of Las Vegas, the state of Nevada. Uh, bravo to everybody out there. Great job. As yeah, it was it was great for Vegas and uh, Metro Police and everybody that helped put this thing together, security mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, uh, everything went smoothly and it went wonderful. And I would imagine Kelsey and the entire Chiefs team waking up with a massive hangover today. Uh, but congratulations, they're well deserving of the yeah. victory. And uh, listen, the 49ers had a great year too. Can't say enough about them. Could have gone either way. So congratulations to. So Paul. now the focus goes to what Brian Shapiro. College basketball That's and right. basketball. Period. I gotta get Chris. I gotta get Chris Wynn's picks today because he's been on fire lately. I've been have, killing you. I have as I have much as I as much as I tease Chris Wynn, and I do do that on a regular daily basis. Yeah, he just, has just been, for your own amusement. He has that. been. Well, yeah. others as well laugh at it, but Sometimes. Chris has been doing very well from a sports betting perspective. Uh, we can name you some others. By the way, somebody that I used to work with in radio, their biggest NFL The real bet, fade handicapper. Yeah, their biggest yeah. NFL bet ever, and they picked uh, the 49ers, yeah. and they lost. 
53 seconds of airtime during the Super Bowl was worth, by the way, $12.4 million. Taylor Swift got it for free. Still can't believe you didn't bet the Super Bowl, though, Congrats, by the way. I did not. Chris, you're Brian you. Shapiro. How do you Thank you, you for being here, Chris. There are other people that do shows here, so we do have to get out of here. Uh, we will see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Occupy Democrats, follow me on social media, at uh, PTL Radio Show. Uh, on YouTube at PTL Radio Show. I'm on TikTok, on Facebook. Follow me on there. Click that subscription button on the Occupy Democrats page as well. Thanks for joining us, everybody.